Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ESO podcast, The New Companions. I have three awesome guests with me today. Uh, we are also going to be talking about the Necro, which is the newest class to the Elder Scrolls Online with the expansion slash DLC slash whatever you want to call it, uh, depending on what game you play, obviously. Um, elsewhere which came out June 4th on every single platform. So welcome, everyone. Whether or not you're watching live on Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, or any of the other things, um, I'm going to start the show and show you our epic, awesome guests. There are any issues, obviously, in the chat uh, that you can tell of, like we look too good or anything like that, you know? <laughs> and then, then obviously, uh, let us know. Um, and if you are listening on Spotify and whatnot, there is going to be a link in the description for the VOD uh, as well, so you can actually see how good we look. Um, <laughs> but we're, I'm just going to continue with that line of questioning. Um, this is an hour or two about how good we look. Um, okay, so we have Stark Realm, Kyle Dempster Studios. He's back for his third time on the podcast. His third time. Um, and Zynote, who's also new as well as Stark Realm, both new to the cast. Obviously, you know these guys. Uh, from various places, Twitch, YouTube, the forums. <clears throat> but I'm going to start off with the forums. Wow, that was not intentional. Sorry, I just had a frog in my throat. <laughs> well, uh, well, we're doomed. It's like a Freudian slip of some sort. <laughs> but talking about forums, uh, Stark Realm uh, is, is a master of the forums. Uh, described himself as, let me see, where, where was it? This was a nice line. Uh, I am the co-host of the Tenets and one of the most prolific forum posters. Yeah, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I think the last time I checked, it was like 19,000 posts. Whoa, seriously? Seriously. You need a new keyboard. How many keyboards do, do you have? actually. <laughs> Amazing. So what, what is it that you mainly remark on or post would you say well say i know that's difficult to sum up yeah that mostly <laughs> mostly elder scrolls online um mm -hmm. yeah it covers a lot of stuff uh mostly i stick to the pts and general discussion but general discussion tends to be a catch-all of basically anything somebody wants to complain about where they're not willing to go into the specialized board for it so this covers things like development content this covers things like just people having issues coming to grips with the games build questions it's really a catch-all okay so you're like the mother teresa of the forums <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but I think that's quite good. Uh, okay, also, it's an interesting analogy. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Maybe you don't want to be called that. I'm sorry. Um, no, don't don't quote me on that. No, I'm just uh, a little bit more abrasive than. Oh, okay. <laughs> so with that, so I was trying to like, be kind. Um, that's fair. <laughs> Um, but you do some writing as well and bits and pieces and you you co-host the uh, the Tenets show with... Is Tenets? Tenets? Tenets. Tenets, okay. Yeah. Uh, with Kyle as well, which is a very good show. If you can check that out, that link, there will be a link for that as well in the description. Really, really good podcast as well with these two guys. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, Kyle, he's been here before. Tell us a little bit yes. about yourself. I don't really need to need to preface a, with a quote or anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on, you're I mean, Kyle, like the that. legend of the, all the things that can that oh. is a very talented streamer in within our directory. 
um oh, and a good you. man indeed and and very good at talking on the podcast which is why we have him again uh back here today but you are welcome to also do a little bit of an intro for yourself why not thank you yeah i uh i am kyle or kyle dempster studios here on twitch i stream pretty much exclusively elder scrolls online uh partnered streamer through zenimax and twitch and all that stuff and and like you introduced there uh stark and i are uh co-hosting the podcast the tenets which is all about helping new players uh get into eso and we have amazing guests like I know and such and Jebro, we need to get you on there. Get oh, you yeah. on there. Talk, I'd, talk, talk. I would love to go yep. onto a podcast myself that I'm not hosting. That would be good. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, any day, any day. Excellent. Okay, okay. So then last but definitely not least, uh, if you have played Elder Scrolls Online and you have had you've tried to look up a build for something, whether or not it's well, pretty much. I mean, you do a, you do a broad mix of stuff. Don't you? He's got a website. He's pretty got much YouTube videos, doing all the things. He's got Twitch. He's everywhere. You can't play Elder Scrolls Online and be on some kind of social media or YouTube without checking out Zynode. Um, I'm very happy that you're here, actually. I've been trying to get him on for a while because he's a busy man. You have. Uh, <laughs> I was busy last time. We didn't make it. <laughs> but, yeah, do you want to just introduce yourself for, um, very quickly? Maybe? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you um, don't. I don't like being it. Obviously, you've done the name already. That's that's how you pronounce it, by the way. You pronounce it Zynode, not not Xynode or anything else. Like that. Oh. Um, YouTube itself is mostly um, focused on build videos, dungeon guides as well, because I have a whole series called All About Mechanics, where every single dungeon, except for the new ones, my secret, just on PTS, are all covered. Every single one of them, all the difficulties, all the the methods behind it, written guides and all as well, which then translate website then the live streams themselves which do get uploaded onto youtube is all twitch and then also i have a patreon side as well where i help as many people as want to be helped mm. um based on perks obviously with certain areas of perhaps their game or maybe discord access and all that kind of loads of different things so i'm all over nice. the place basically awesome the i haven't mastered yet is twitter because i keep typoing like yeah, edit feature. Really one day, one day. Maybe we'll do a podcast on the edit feature on Twitch. Uh, Twitter, sorry. Well, Twitch is not what she could do. Uh, is your live streaming? Can I please remove everything I just said? Um, I don't think it works like that, unfortunately. It's the uh, downfall of live uh, live content, I guess. So we're talking about the Necromancer today. So the Necromancer was introduced with uh, elsewhere, of course. Um, I think people people obviously wanted it for a long time. Obviously, I've I've personally only been playing Elder Scrolls Online now for for about a year and a few months. But obviously, I read before on forums people really wanted Necromancer, even on release, right? Even like five yeah. years ago, also like they really wanted it. Um, so we're going to talk very very vaguely about kind of the Necro style, like kind of how we feel about it. Um, but but pre elsewhere, pre before, because obviously some of you guys, some some people went to the studios, obviously played Necromancer. But before even that, before we even got to play it, how excited were you guys? You know, they announced Necromancer. It's like beginning of the year and all this kind of stuff. It's like January. Like no MMO ever, I don't think, has released a roadmap of the entire year for a start let alone announcing a brand new class which is coming out in six months. Like, so from that moment, and I'm going to start with Starcrown, were you, were you pretty excited about Necro, would you say? Or is it like... Eh, um, 
somewhat like what's actually funny for me with the necro is going back because like you said this has been something that's been asked for since beta where people are asking for this class mm-hmm. and looking back like four years ago three years ago on the boards you'd actually see me arguing against the inclusion of it because, oh interesting okay. yeah because again like from the structure of the game as a whole it didn't make a lot of sense and the big thing that got introduced, and this was part of the initial announcement, was, oh, yeah, some of the necromancy abilities will be illegal. They'll actually be mm. justice reactions. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of it where it's like, okay, if I'm going to play this character that's a necromancer, then I'm going to be breaking the law constantly. And when <laughs> that was <laughs> oh, oh, personally, oh, sure. Okay. But I mean, uh, all of us. <laughs> I mean, all of us. So but, at that but, point, it's like, yeah, I wasn't seeing how that could happen. So I wasn't particularly excited ahead of schedule. Mm. In looking at it in the lead up, I was pretty uh, pretty excited just for the visual element, and I still think it's a really visually dynamic class. Um, but it wasn't something where it was like, oh yeah, I thought this needed to be here from the beginning because I was always kind of like, I'm not sure if it fits. And I mm. think what we see now does actually fit pretty well. But that was that specific jump of okay, we're gonna ex- they're gonna expand this to affect stuff we hadn't seen, that they hadn't done before, like making certain. Oh, hello. Oh dear, I think our call just went down. Can you guys hear me? I hear you. Oh, good oh, lord. Go. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> no, don't do it. But the don't Twitch feed's fine. Jesus. It looks fine. Yeah, I think what so. What happened there? I, I think the call just froze. Okay. I thought oh, it was my lord. system. Like, I think the whole it thing just went gone. dead and I was like, Everyone was like, <laughs> everyone was like completely still and emotionless, and I was like, "This is yeah, a podcast. I, like, I need emotion." <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Stuck. Rewind. Two seconds. Okay. Uh, where where did we get to just then? <laughs> That's a good question. Because um, <laughs> I, what's I the last on. thing anybody remembers hearing? I, it was illegal stuff. Illegal stuff. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah. Because I remember the thing I was like, talking about, like, it was illegal. That was something I didn't expect to see. Mm-hmm. And I remember, this is going way back. I remember testing when the justice system was first introduced. Because I think Zai remembers this, but this might be new for both uh, Jebro and Kyle. Originally, the justice system wasn't part of the game. Like, you couldn't break yeah. the law in-game at all, no matter how hard you right. tried. Okay. Um, you, you, go know, when... you, like, you go into somebody's house and just hoover up everything out of their desks. They didn't care. Um, so when did that come in? Remember, the... uh, I think it was 1.6 or 1.5. It was cool. So that would have been, yeah, it was like 2014. Yeah. So okay. it was first year. Um, but I remember one of the first things I tested as soon as that hit the PTS was I went into Daggerfall on uh, one of my Sam characters and wolfed out and waited for the guards <laughs> to react. And they didn't. Okay. No, they don't care if you wolf out, it's fine. Yeah. And that was actually something like that set the tone for me on the idea of the necromancer where it was like okay we're gonna have this thing where it's like this is illegal you're you're work you should be working against the protagonists but the game's not gonna care and the decision to specifically bake in abilities that would have a justice system reaction was just like a huge game changer for me for the necromancer so that was something i was looking forward to so i came around on that pretty much on that specific detail ironically I mean, I, f- I think that's important to know. And actually, funnily enough, later I was gonna I was gonna ask you guys about that. And you kind of you kind of answered that question for yourself, so that's good. <laughs> um, but but that's actually very interesting. But in terms of like the actual class and when you kind of saw the abilities and everything else, um, your initial what, what, was it was it excitement? Was it you know? I think it was sort of you know there's, there's a lot of stuff that looks kind of cool. I want yeah. to mess around with it. So 
a little bit excited, but I've got, I've also... got a feeling that you're kind of, the kind of person who's very, who's very like, you, you don't want to get too excited because you want to mm-hmm. kind of sit back and maybe analyze because you, you describe yourself as quite analytical um, and wait for well, the also... moment to get your hands on it, maybe. Yeah, also because um, it does set yourself up for disappointment, right? Because, and this is something I remember seeing and talking about specifically between the data mine, yeah. where it was like, oh, hey, here's this Necromancer logo, and here's this thing with dragons, here's this other stuff. And it's like, and looking at that and going, wait a second, if this isn't the Necromancer, if this is something else, then people are going to be really disappointed with this. And like, that was also where I was at. It was like, if this, you get hyped up for something and it's not there. Yeah, that can just be really like it's an emotional roller coaster. You don't need to put yourself on. So I remember like looking at it and going, "Well, okay, this could be cool, but I'm not going to hype myself up too much." Yeah. <laughs> um, to be fair, ZOS has never burned me like that. Right, right. Because right. I think the one time like they really just blew my expectations out of the water was when Vardenfell got added in, and I was like, "Holy shit, whirlwind!" Uh... And yeah, no, that actually delivered. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm gonna right. sp- I'm gonna split it up between you and. Uh, do, is there anything you want else we wanted to say just then? Sorry. No, I think that pretty much covers it on this. As long as I didn't cut you off, I don't want to do that. Nah, it's good. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna split up the tenets, so I'm gonna go to Zynode first. <laughs> in a bit, in yeah. the middle. <laughs> um, so how yeah. did, how did you feel initially about uh, hearing about the necro before even touching Necromancer it? Necromancer was hyped up as hell because um, yeah. it's something that I wanted to see in Elder Scrolls stuff anyway. Um, we sit, we hear about it all previous games, and even this one, we've never actually seen any hint of controlling one, except for maybe summoning scamps, sorcerers. Um, mm. That was it. Um, I was a lot more hyped about it than I was Warden because it held a bigger personal interest to me, not just for Elder Scrolls, but I started off MMOs almost 20 years ago in um, EverQuest, and some of the developers from uh, Zos actually started or had some of their career in that. Oh, really? It was one of those okay. games that had so much stuff to do, but a necromancer was a big, big thing to it. So anyone that has that kind of nostalgia for that and then moved from one good game into a really, really good game, you kind of had that familiarity with something that you really, really liked. So I really looked forward to them finally having it, but they gave us so many... Uh, what's the word for it? False directions as to we're not actually going to do this, that we almost thought it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Right. And then when it did, it, it hit. And at the same time, they uh. said, oh, we're getting dragons as well. I borderline shit myself. <laughs> so I, just, I was not expecting them both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morrowind was a big hit because Morrowind was obviously a classic as a game goes anyway. Yeah. So to give us that as a chapter was, was huge. Elsewhere is more for people that are really familiar with lore rather than the game as a franchise overall because some of the previous ones were played a lot well i say a lot not so much a lot more than skyrim but they remember that one um yeah. so that hit really hard but yeah the, the necromancer was insane like it was almost if not more of an impact for the class alone let alone the entire patch so and then obviously there's going to be changes and stuff which you're going to go over but it's it's not obviously perfect but it's really good what they've done so I'm really interested to see what they do with it in the future. But as a, as a stand-in kind of how excited are you to have it in the game, I'm really, really about it. Okay. It's about time, in my, in my opinion. The Warden is great. I would like it the other way around. But then if we did do it the other way around, it might have been too early and it might have been busted even more. So Yeah, that's the thing. I'm that's glad the they thing. waited a little bit longer. 
Yeah, on release, we wouldn't have had the same kind of impact. We'd have been like, oh, we've got a Necromancer. We've always had one. Who cares? Exactly. But the build-up and the yeah. wait for it is is probably what's hyped up a little bit more, if you know what I mean. Well, like you said, I think the intention, you know, maybe they didn't have even have the intention of even bringing it in in the first place. So, like, <laughs> you know. Ready. like It wasn't ready. No way. Okay. No. And what Stark said about the justice system, I mean, now, obviously, there's certain abilities where you release pets and stuff. There's you physically summoning something. That's yeah. not allowed. And the guards do react to that. With the justice system not being a thing to start with, that would have been a massive hole in the game and the story and the lore and everything as well. So Stark's right on that respect. That would have been a problem. But yeah, they've got in there now. So it's all good. Sweet as. Okay, Kyle, how are you feeling? You can tell us emotionally whether or not it was, you know, something that was, you know, scary. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Whether you're excited. Joyful. No, it's probably the most exciting thing because actually the the exclusion of a necromancer is what kept me away from ESO for four years. Like I would check in and be like, no necro? Okay, guess I'm not (laughs) playing this game. And uh, and I, I started even without it, just on a night blade, and was like, well, I'll fake it. I guess this is a necro fight. <laughs> and uh, I'll fake and then, it for your fake necro. Is that, was that yeah. your first character? Well, Kyle, the fake necro. That someone had put online that was like, uh, you know, necromancer type healers, night blade or something. And so right. when they announced it, I'd only been playing for maybe like six or seven months, like half a year at that point. And so I was very, very excited about it. And um, and this comes from a guy that I, I just did the math while these guys were talking. And it, it's like I've been playing necromancer characters since 2001 when Diablo 2 came out with it. So, yeah, it was pretty hard getting into a game that didn't have that for me. <laughs> Excitement was at an all-time high. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're excited. Um, I mean, and that's important, you know, is, especially for the people who are on Twitch and, like, literally, like, doing these things. Zynode, I love you, man, and I love your interaction, but I can hear you typing me. (laughs) I can hear you typing so much. Zynode, this is the sign of Zynode. Like, he's really interactive with his audience and YouTube and everything else. And I love that these guys. It's it's okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to I just want to make sure we can hear everyone. It's okay. I'm sorry. Um but you but like Kyle said, you know, it's it's all this excitement. It was it was very exciting and for me as well. It was like because I didn't know necessarily about like the the law and stuff, it actually made me want to go and research the law for a start and be like, okay, why are necros so bad? You know, like sorks are fake necros. So I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, obviously you, you know what I mean in terms of summoning, <laughs> like Zynod uh, and Kyle said. But yeah, no, it was excitement. I think the big thing for me was mainly the fact that um th- this was such an early announced thing like six months previously i think i'm still blown away by this whole announcing everything for the entire year um and so we've i don't think i've ever really heard anyone complain about you know when's the next thing coming or when's the next patch where's the next like maybe balance um but like, other than well, Cyrano, yeah, so it's done maybe. really well quick don't we we get them four times a year once every three months mm-hmm. there's not much of a wait between them yeah. Well, and even there, like they've done a really good job of staying on schedule for the last um, what three years now. Mm. Yeah, that's something that's, that's something that's kind of unusual with MMOs because every MMO I've played, it's been like, okay, we've got content slated, it's coming out. You know, we're going to have it on a three month or a four month cycle, and then it's like you wait eight months or you wait nine months, and then it's like, okay, well, here's the first thing that was supposed to be here ages ago. Zenimax Online's done a really good job of actually sticking to schedule, and that's helped yeah. a lot and stuff like this. 
I think it's got something to do with actually, you know, saying it's going to be this quarter rather than this date, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's got a lot to do with that. Because once you put that date in people's heads and then miss that date, it's like you failed. You're awful. Mm-hmm. You're the worst company in the world and all this kind of stuff. And I play another MMO and I'm not going to mention the name because I feel awful. And, and they have this issue. Um, and, and many MMOs do have this issue where their release schedule yeah. is, is off and, and the content just isn't there when it comes out. And, you know, it's beefy. It's like new dungeons, like new class, new expansion. I mean, we had flipping Somerset last year. That's a lot. I mean, that's, that's yearly stuff. Um, yep. And it's impressive. You know, I'll try not to uh, kiss ass anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right with the timing, though. I think you are right with the timing because they do um, aim for every quarter, as you said, which is obviously every three months. Mm-hmm. And they never really release a date until quite close to that. But... If you look at the dates over the years, they're all actually really, really close anyway. Mm. So they're always within that kind of ballpark. They're never like two or three months later than it should be. Oh, sorry, we broke something. It's yeah. it's normally on time. You can normally guess for when things are roughly going to be. Wasn't there a delay on something on too? With like, uh, yeah, but yeah I think it was like day. Rothgar or something. It got delayed by a couple of weeks. But yeah. yeah, because there isn't a specific date, it's just this quarter. It's you've, You're right. You do have Stay time firm. to sort of, yeah. Yeah. All right, so going back to you, Zynode, um, in terms of the Necro, so, I mean, probably when it released, especially yourself, as you're making a lot of guides and build videos and whatnot about Necro, for example, are you still okay. playing it now to the consistency you started at, or have you kind of drifted off back oh, to... Oh, I'm still playing other... it, yeah, yeah. No, um, on the live streams, it's hard to play everything. So I yeah. did give a really, really, really big kind of boost to the Necromancer when it first came out. I leveled up three or four different Necromancers. Nice. Um, showed all the different abilities and then obviously i made a build of it as well a couple actually and showed them off on the stream but on the stream isn't what i do all the time but a lot of my stuff in fact 75 percent of my content is actually done off the stream so yeah. off the stream yeah i'm still playing it a hell of a lot they've really 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 done a good job of it um again like we said there's obviously going to be some updates and changes and things will always have to have balance issues and stuff, stuff like that but i'm still mm. really really enjoying it just as much as i did when i first tested nice so yeah, I'm not getting bored of it yet. Oh, that's good. Kyle? Not Sam? likely to either. I'm biased as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, how about you, man? Uh, I mean, they, I, yeah. I, I, I love, 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 love this class and everything they, they did with it here. So I am, I am all in. I play my Necro all the time and the game itself i am uh i'm really excited for some new content coming out some new dungeons to get into so we can kind of push our our limits higher and things like that mm. so i'm i'm all in on that fair play and start ground weirdly i actually looped back to messing around with my stand blade a lot so i haven't nice. I, I actually haven't uh finished leveling a necro it's the only class i don't have like 350s so like, it's kind of like huh is there a reason that you just is it because you just kind of just really enjoy your standblade or is it that, um, that some of it's some of it's actually practical because especially like with the event right now it's right. way easier to do that on a standblade than it is on any yeah. other class because it's just like I'm ah. going to go in I'm going to be invisible I'm going to sneak around okay um, whereas if I try to do that on necro or I try to do that on my stamsork it's like I just want to die right now and everybody knows where I am so yeah mm. it's some of that's practical in that sense. Also, um, I haven't, I'm not as comfortable tanking on the Necro yet. So sort of obviously. So if it's like, I'm going to tank something, I'm going to go back and grab my Sork tank because I can reliably keep myself up with that. 
Okay. So, so yeah, it's just been this weird it's been this weird confluence of I'm doing stuff at level 50 and then not leveling the character or I'm doing stuff that requires a specific loadout. I mean, that's kind of good as well, isn't it? I guess like if bringing those events out that make you even want to switch to another class. I didn't really think mm-hmm. about that. It's actually a new spin of it that I kind of didn't even think just those events. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I'm not a massive fan of this event. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of this event um, because of the tickets and stuff. But that's just because it's for me. Like I'm just crap at crap at it, and also just because it's kind of the same thing every day. Um, yeah. And I'm just it's just a personal thing, and that's another <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. I do enjoy the fact that you can do these things to get a mount. I think that's a very very good idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another podcast, which maybe I'll get you guys back on to talk about. Even as the event's wrapping up right now, one thing's yeah. worth knowing about is you can take other players into the instance with you. Those are not solo instances. So they can ah. make themselves revealed instead of you and mess up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm right. not doing that. I know. <laughs> it's more fun, though. You yell at them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. But yeah, no, seriously, that's cool. That's very interesting as well. Okay. All right. Um, where did I get to on this? Oh my God, I got lost in the, the whole event thing. Oh my God. <laughs> the Necro and reaction so far, I think, pretty much. That's yeah. right. That's right, indeed. Um, oh, no, yeah. It was uh, constantly, are you constantly playing? And we just got to um start ground that's right exactly sorry my, the events just popped into my head and took no. over my existence um <laughs> which Brain is kind fart. of what they do um <laughs> yeah it's but, awkward isn't it <laughs> it is um do you think that the uh, elsewhere dropping as is such a big expansion you know it's a brand new map it's a new area massive storyline dragons you know no, I really thought the dragons were just almost scared Kyle there. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> dragons are coming into the game. Do you think the Necromancer was a good company with that? Or do you think it was a lot at one time? Um, I'm going to start with Kyle on this one. Do you think it was like a, was it a good accompaniment? Do you think? Could it have been left? I don't know. Uh, so... I mean, I'm I'm the dissenter on this one, and I have been since going out to ZeniMax. I don't think elsewhere is that awesome. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it as a as a, as a content release. Like the map Appreciate to me is that, not honestly. the thing. Yeah, so I'm I'm not I'm not really in on elsewhere. Okay. So to me, the Necromancer is what I paid for with this expansion, if that right. makes sense, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. I and I'm, that's what makes it feel worth it. Had I bought it without the Necro, for me, this. I, I mean, I'm an addict to ESO at this point, and I play it every day, so I would have bought it anyway. But, you know, I could have made that argument like Necro not in there. I don't need it. You know, I don't I don't really do anything else related to elsewhere. That's not the Necromancer. That being said, the Necromancer is I mean, I've said this a million times and I probably will say it's awesome. I mean, it feels very fleshed out. It's uh, a very well made class. I'm sure we'll talk about that stuff as we go down this list here. But Mm. it just feels like we got what in my opinion a polished product with it so i still have a lot to do outside of elsewhere the zone um yeah but i mean you know it's 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 been fun and you asked like the last question of do you constantly play it and i do it's replaced all my other mains Mm. so um yeah i mean it's a win for me but it may fit better i haven't done the quest line for elsewhere so i don't know that i know they're related but maybe they would have been a better suited for a different expansion theme i don't know if that's true or not mm. but that's true it made it more of like uh oh, i don't want to spoil it they feel wedged <clears throat> into me 
Like it's like, hey, there's a thing about dragons, and here's this other thing that has nothing to do with dragons. Yeah, let's mash them together. <laughs> it is. Um, there are uh, without spoiling it. There is a bit. Yeah, there is a bit. But like, it's. I. I think there is. That's actually a very good point. You know, maybe the class. I mean, it wasn't the same with Morrowind, was it? And Warden, I guess. So they went their kind of same route. Like the the massive amount of linkages between the storyline and the class, which is maybe something that they could that could have been looked at a little bit more. I mean, I think that would have been interesting. Having a storyline based around this entire class might have been quite cool, or even as another DLC. Um, I don't know, but it did. You raised that that thing for me, which is where, what if you're not interested, <clears throat> pardon me, in Khajiits, and you don't want to, you, you know, you can give a you can give a toss about flipping elsewhere, you know, it's like, you, and I'm not saying my my personal opinion, I think elsewhere is is very good content and is a good thing, but it, it will only last a certain amount of time, um, <clears throat> and the Necromancer for me as well was exactly the same for you, Kyle. It was the main reason why I was excited for that. Uh, mm-hmm. that expansion and the dragons as well and uh, specifically um so it does it, you know in that regard for you it was the thing that made you buy that um which <laughs> is very very good point um and that's important to remember it's the same for a lot of mmos uh like guild wars 2 wow or, or whatever you know when they bring out a new class people are like i want to try that class i think of crap if i go to outland or whatever i just want to be you know it's like I don't, well probably no one does anymore anyway or did <laughs> but i don't know um <laughs> uh Zynode, uh how about you i don't know if you remember the question i just asked um, I just waffled. yeah it's kind of um hey reword it the necro yeah. so the necro coming in with elsewhere right do you feel like that yeah. was a good time for the necro to kind of come in i feel like it's a bit of a batman entrance you know he jumps through the ceiling and everybody sees him he's surprised yeah, well, i kind of think it i think it's like that because i don't remember that day, batman episode. He, it was in batman forever he jumps through the ceiling oh You're in, yeah, 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 yeah 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 um okay. that one um the reason i think it's like that is because they could have just given us a story they could have just given us dragons and i mean they did which was good the yeah. the overland itself i mean for me personally i'm impressed with it because over the last five years or so um I'm still impressed with the fact that Zots can give us something that looks even remotely, even a little bit different to something we've already got. They always manage mm. to bring us some content that does look in its own way unique. So with that respect, I'm still okay with that side of elsewhere. But the main thing about the Necro and the Dragons at the same time, they could have just had, here's a dragon, go kill it. Yeah. Instead, they said, well, we're going to make it a bit more important and we're going to introduce a class to get rid of these things because you lot aren't good enough yet. It was it was one of those. It felt like they had to bring in a new part of the story because everyone else is trying and you know we're gonna have to break the law and our rules and bring in something that we're not allowed. And that oh. that twist there kind of felt like it was more impactful rather than just here's a necromancer. So I think the timing of the two together worked for that reason. I think this is great. I'm sense. loving the, what you guys are bringing to this conversation. Again, another point of view I didn't even think about. It's just like, you know, I mean, it is that. It, there is that feeling, isn't it? Like, you know, we're not good enough. I mean, even in the the next yeah. couple of DLCs, it's like you see, you know, Sai coming back and all this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, you had to break the law to get help because mm. you needed it. it was, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too into the story and such, but we know that from the trailers anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. I think that was a good move for that reason, anyway. 
Okay. So it's gonna be gets... awkward. For, it's gonna be awkward for those of us who killed Sai though, because that's gonna be like, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> help me. <laughs> I mean, they've they've got to have covered that. I mean, they've they've got I've to have covered that. I've killed them all. I've killed them all. They're I gonna have, have to. to do something. Yeah. yeah. They they have said to me they they're all dead. <laughs> fix lined up for that to explain yeah. it all. Probably oh, necromancers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably true. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, or maybe you know the amulet of kings had a little bit of you know power <gasps> left, oh. and it was just like you know. Just sitting there. We've got like... Sigig, we've got time breaking rules, you never know. That's <laughs> true. That's true. We could there's they've basically got a license to just But they can do whatever they want. The so, <laughs> as soon as Sigic came in, Pretty close, people, yeah. like, people are like, hmm, timeline. Um no Sigic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dragon or, or he's just <laughs> got good. a double ganger, you know, he's he's got a twin called Psy <laughs> <laughs> and he did exactly the same kind of stuff and yeah, Psy nice. from uh, another universe. Yeah, yeah. Another Dragon yeah. Break splinter. It's like, oh, oh god. <laughs> oh god it, okay it would be interesting to see where they go with it because see they will have to consider that yeah. um and they would put they i'm sure they already have but we can make up as many ideas as we like but what, when they actually do release it it's going to be the whole jaw drop thing anyway because he always catches out something true i'm hoping so i'm hoping so okay starcrow again so the only the only thing that's a little odd to me on this was elsewhere itself right. like and I actually asked that one of Rich at one point when we were doing an interview with him, mm-hmm. because that struck me as a little strange. Elsewhere it's been asked for, but so have other places like Skyrim and, mm-hmm. you know, it's all over the map. There's a bunch of places that haven't been filled in yeah. and people have asked for it. And it's like, okay, well, why elsewhere? But dragons and necromancers have both been consistent requests basically since day one. Yeah, they've been perennial. People are like, hey, I want to fight dragons or, you know, I want to play a necromancer. So having both of those come in at the same time yeah, on the fifth anniversary of the game's release makes a lot of sense. It's like, this is kind of a greatest hits of, Hey guys, you wanted this here. Mm-hmm. It is. And in that sense, yeah, like it, it doesn't surprise me. And it's, it makes a lot of sense to put these together. And I don't think they conflict with each other because the dragons are a bunch of PVE content. Uh, some of it's repeatable. Some of it's, you know, your, your trials, some of it's going to be into dungeons now. And some of it in the other part of it the necromancer is just that's on the player side so you're building your character so these don't really conflict with one another so yeah i think it was a pretty good package pretty good timing for all of this um the only thing the only thing that leaves me going well why this is elsewhere and that has been requested a lot yeah but it's just a little odd that that's the specific one that was picked but i don't really Mm. feel much one way or the other on that i think it's i think on the whole it, it makes a lot of sense for it to be here and it makes a lot of sense for it to be right now I agree with you as well. Yeah, another interesting, you know, thing to bring is that it is five years, and that's it. So, what do you do in your five years? Bang! Mm-hmm. Like you say, maximum impact, guys. Like ESO has been. I think someone said that it said in my chat yesterday has been voted like number one, like MMO or something yep. for quite yeah, a few years now. Two years, three years. Yeah, apparently, it's, it's well. four in my chat. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about four because I'm pretty sure the first year was pretty dodgy. But, well, <laughs> I don't know. Iffy. Yeah, and so was the second year. Like, 2015 was a little bit odd. So it's like, I could see it got best game of the year somewhere for that, but that's a little yeah. surprising. But, you know, like the last three, yeah, I don't. that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. One Tamriel did the most part of that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Although it did bring some problems, it changed so much MOs as a rule because you could just mm-hmm. play with anyone with no gap above or below anyone's level or anything like that. That kind of stuff was really huge. 
Well, we've started seeing elements of that. Completely. We've started seeing elements of that pop up in other games too, where the level banding is getting reworked. Yes. So you yeah, have things like, as you get above level band, it gets dragged up to you, or mm, yep. like with division when you hit level 30 suddenly the entire map levels to 30 like that stuff is we're starting to see that all over the place it's really cool yeah you have to consider people's time don't you because i mean when mmos first came out okay so if you're not this level you friends you just won't get experience yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. true i mean when so it first true. came out that was as a as a genre that's fine because mm-hmm. it's if you've got time to play it then you pay a subscription and you play it. if you haven't then you don't mm-hmm. now there's so many people that even never heard of MMO before trying to test them out now. You've got to make sure that the people that don't play very often and the people that do play very often can interact with each other a lot more successfully rather than, hey, you're a high level, I'm never playing with you, or well, vice versa. Yeah. Well, there was a, there's kind of a legitimate point when you look at MMOs. I'm, I'm talking like 20 years ago mm-hmm. where it's not really a game or at least not a good game it's a chat room with stuff attached to it that you play around with and tinker with while you're bsing with your friends yeah it's not my background yeah and as mmos have progressed like that's certainly improved a lot but if even as recently as like age of conan it was this was very clearly a chat room with bobbles attached to it to keep Mm. your attention while you you Mm. interact with other players eso is one of the few mmos i could point to where it's like this is actually a game Yeah. yeah first and then the sort of chat room elements come after that as an attachment mm. i have uh, i have thoughts on that <laughs> i have <laughs> thoughts on the modern console day release of it as well mm-hmm. because console didn't have a chat function on it that's all. true oh you release your, your, no not for the first few years not until after wow. one time around that's okay. what, you had I voice comms before. but you didn't you have had voice comms uh, on console, but, is it local um, by the you way you had no chat no chat it was added as a feature, and so were buff timers huh. as well. They were added later. So to start with, when the consoles first got theirs, you had your features on your platform, but you didn't mm. have the in-game features. So you were physically just playing the game, and the only time you interact with people is through voice or through personal messages on the console itself. So mm. when that chat function came in, that's when that was then thing, which PC have had all the time anyway. Um, so then that kind of... It's the flip reverse of what Stark is, is saying was the traditional, where you would just go and it would be a chat room. It was completely the opposite. It was just get in game first, then chat. You spent more time playing than you did uh, talking, and now it's mixed together so well. It, it, they did um, deliver it a lot better than previous um, games before them. So it was weird having no chat, but then again, it wasn't. <laughs> It I was, think it, it adds. Sometimes it can add to your, your gameplay experience. It, not it, can. Chat. it can. It can. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay god i didn't even know that that's great um okay well so so the the point about one tamrio is really good um because that makes elsewhere playable because you can't especially wow you know like is an example you know it's that level cap which they increase by five levels ten levels whatever and it's like you have to be there don't you to experience yeah. it it's like you get yeah. hyped for this new content and you may have been out for a couple of years but if you're if you're even out for six months to a year you're out of the, almost the, everything the loop your gears already crap i guess um i haven't played wow for a long time like properly so if that's an incorrect statement I've, i apologize um but if there's been an expansion or something before in between you're going to be out uh if, especially if there's been levels leveling up and stuff as well um, well, Battle for Azeroth added another 10 or 20, didn't it? I think it was 10. Yeah. Uh, something like that. But I know people, that is a constant challenge for people who do produce MMOs, especially now, about that constant, you know, is it horizontal or is it vertical climb mm-hmm. in terms of 
different things and you found like and again i, I compared to good Wars too the kind of horizontal progression of progressing your character in other areas it, it kind of works but it doesn't give them people that idea of trying to climb and get towards something other than the new gear that might be coming out in the future mm-hmm. which still has the same stat bonuses and whatnot i think yeah, yeah eso did a good job with like the, you know the champion points and that kind of stuff but obviously it got to a point of ridiculousness um, yeah which you high now which yeah. you high? i mean it's mm-hmm. you know there's that so then it's like where do you take it from here um and mm. and that's you know another future conversation which obviously could have an another entire podcast on <laughs> um and probably we'll get you guys back on um Kyle, did I go to you for this question? I don't think I did because we we I love that we keep veering off the subject because <laughs> there's so much to talk like about. You got a compliment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yes, yes that's it. That one. Exactly. Yes. Um, so you're you're good with that. You were the first one, I think. Okay. Yes. Um, right. I I guess Stark kind of answered this question earlier, which is what I was going to ask: was Is it okay that we are able to play a necro? Uh, in the Elder Scrolls Online, um, yes. since there's a little bit yeah. of awkwardness, just yes, <laughs> with a little bit of awkwardness with in terms of law and being outlawed, unethical and immoral is where I keep seeing different things. Um, links um, to Molag Ball, vampirism, which is also considered considered a part of necromancy, apparently. Anyway, so we're kind of doing this kind of stuff. I don't know. I think if you want to look at it on an ethical point of view. How many games can you decide to be good or bad? MMOs or just games? So why would you not be allowed to play something that dabbles in the dark arts with conditions? No idea. Such as the guards <laughs> will address you improperly if you make something <laughs> raised from the dead. They Zino, don't like are you it, confirming but... that you just like to RP? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is fine. <laughs> we just, well, like, the you the know. thing is, the arguments for that are normally from perspective isn't it yeah. they go like, oh this doesn't work in the law you're not allowed to do this no we know we're not allowed that's why the guards tell you off for bloody doing it yeah, so yeah. it's fine they've already covered that area i mean mm. maybe they could make it a bit harsher but don't because i'm running out of money quick <laughs> <laughs> just jump on the water i don't yes so i know he's just in the middle of Waldenfell and the city and he's just like yeah i just I want this i just want to hold out like you know? looking at the guards go past waving the middle finger because they can't swim <laughs> <laughs> Out my balcony in the pool. I just, I just wonder as well. I'm interested in chat's reaction uh, as we're doing this live on Twitch as well. And you know, if there's anyone that is listening to this, like how you feel, and you know, can tweet at me at Uni maybe and ask and just say, yeah, I don't agree with with you know the fact that we could be a necro because you know there might be people that have that opinion. Yeah. Um, there's something about there's something about ESO. Well, actually, the Elder Scrolls in general, I really liked. Um, this is going back through the single player games and still there in ESO is it doesn't really judge you on your ethical persuasion. Like, yes, there are legal consequences. If you get caught breaking the law, yes, there are legal consequences. If you're killing oh, you people mean quests and such. Yeah. Like the game. Yeah, you're right. That's true. There isn't, yeah. It's not like there's a, you know, Oh, here's your good points or here's your evil points. And you get a freaking halo. If you get enough good points thing, like that's not there. <laughs> you're not the dark on the light point. side. Like, uh, Star they could Wars. incorporate something like that, even on the face of a skill. <laughs> oh, God, you got him thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. right. Why did you do that? Because you are right, because 
you do have a choice of doing good or bad things sometimes in missions. It's like, do you want to make this person to go back to his wife and live out his days because you forgive you forgive him now, or do you just want to stab him in the neck because he just killed everybody else? Well, we know what's on that goes for, obviously. <laughs> when, you yeah. go, when you go through the towns, they're like, oh yeah, it's you. You're the hero. Brilliant. We love you. Yeah. Yeah, you killed the guy, but. We don't care. Nobody, no one knows about that. They no all know that him. you saved the yeah. day, but nobody knows that you just slaughtered a load of pigs. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I think right. they should add something <laughs> to, to incorporate that. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Stark on that one. No one knows what you did except for the good stuff. It's biased. Yeah. Well, I mean, Necromancer, you... that's not allowed. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those that always cracked me up with this specifically is the Morag Tong and Morrowind, though, because when you were a member of the Morag Tong, you'd actually increase your fame rating, not your infant rating. Mm. Yeah. So, like, you were becoming more and more popular or, you know, influential <laughs> as a person because it's a respected social role, but you're still a killer. You're still, you know, a murderer for hire. It's just you have this whole set of rules that doesn't make you a better person. It just makes you more socially acceptable. That, that's, yeah. I love that element about the franchise. It's it is it is I mean again you know that could be almost another podcast should they should mm-hmm. they introduce this kind of thing because <laughs> it is it is in Star Wars the Old Republic you know I mean you can yeah. go to the dark side you can go to it's it's changed in order a little bit um I ventured back there a couple of months ago and it wants us sorry yeah indeed I said my condolences it's actually the story is solid the story is actually very solid and and the way that you actually I don't know if it, any of you have played it recently but it, they've actually added some some nice systems yes it's a little bit it's the, the pay to win in that game is a little bit extreme mm-hmm. you have to pay for everything you know it's, it's a bit ridiculous but on a on a story level it's actually very good um it's Star Wars. I'm well saying that films latest ones. I'm one sided like, with that. I'm one sided with that. And maybe that could be another podcast. You have to go onto something else. Uh, Old Republic, I didn't like. I didn't. That's fair because enough. it wasn't. It wasn't Star Wars Galaxies. That's oh reason. well, that's understandable. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. Galaxies was just ridiculously good. I had good. such high expectations. I, I was like, do you know what? They shut that down. Okay. Oh no, I in. agree. I absolutely agree, man. Yeah, but you are right. The story that. was well. You had the right people behind the story. It was good. Yes, they were, and the the voice acting, everything else. I think that's why I connect to, to the ESO game, quite a lot. Game yeah, the voice acting <laughs> was good. That's the one thing I will absolutely give it. The voice acting was really good in that. Um, but Kyle, before we get too emotional about Star Wars, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it, so I have nothing to add on that one. There you go. <laughs> maybe that's something you could add. Man. Maybe, maybe you could venture towards that. But look, um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Zino did sell it very well there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the whole Star Wars franchise is basically. I never did Galaxies. I hear good things, but the whole rest yeah. of them have never impressed me. So I'm gonna stay out of there, even though I love the universe. But. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, but how do you feel about the the kind of is it okay that we kind of play a necro in the first place? Like, is, on the, obviously you you know you're playing as your main character now, so you're not, not going to say no. But like in terms of you know how it fits in with lore and everything else, considered unethical. And like Zynode says, you know maybe you just want to play as that kind of criminal character. I mean, you, you don't have to be a bad necro. Are you a bad necro? Are you a bad necro if you're playing a necro are you a bad person i don't know raise bodies to do the dishes i think <laughs> I, I, 
I think above all of our levels, I, I think you, yeah, you kind of have to be a bad necro. And I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I think what their art is torturing the souls of yeah. the people they resurrect for all of eternity. So, I mean, sure, you could be a good necro. I mean, if you're a necro, you're fine in my book. I don't care what you do. You get a stamp. I'm like, <laughs> do the dishes, mow the lawn. I don't, I don't care what you have them do, but yeah, it's good. Uh, no, people were really upset when the necromancer was announced it was going to break lore. And uh, we're already breaking lore left, right, and center with mm -hmm. werewolves, vampires, Dark Brotherhood. You know, we're, we're flaunting all that stuff. Um, I mean, we, we, we can obviously easily rationalize it, be like, hey, look, the game can't detect that you're wearing a Dark Brotherhood uh, shirt through town, like it's emblazoned on your chest plate and your shield and all that stuff. But in truth, like... <laughs> We don't, we can't, we can't, people do, but we shouldn't be cherry picking like what we accept and we don't accept like mm -hmm. that. Like necromancy, ah, but yeah, 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 I get mm -hmm. it. You know, the shield's fine. You can have the Dark Brotherhood everywhere. I know you just murdered all those people. But, you know, <laughs> <it's cool. laughs> so that's what I said to people. I'm like, well, and I, cause I would get feisty people in chat, especially right after mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, the January announcement. Really? They'd come in and be like, and, and I would, I would, I would just, I would explain that away to them and they didn't like that anyway. But the point is it's, we, it's cherry picking no matter how you do it. I mean, van yeah. level four, your face is like blue and veins popping out. Your eyes are red and uh, you know, you could just go up to the guards and say, Hey, how you doing? And they're fine with you. So is it, is it lore friendly? I I'd say so. I mean, they even went the extra mile to add in the, the justice system, which I think mm -hmm. makes things uh, better yeah I, i'm not a fan of it personally how was that implemented i think it needs more for me but still also the necromancer isn't something i feel like people run down the street we're we're hitting buttons on accident right and that that's mm. what gets us in trouble but mm. in the lore sense uh most of the necromancers are either held up in caves and actively practicing or as we know from from games like oblivion that there were necromancers in towns but they just didn't practice their art openly and instead um looking at you oblivion that you would do it in the basement <laughs> of their house yeah. and you know some of them would get caught and killed and such like that but still i think it's easy to run around town looking like a mage uh but actually be a necromancer yeah you know mm -hmm. deep down at heart so again lore wise i think it's friendly i i think I really like to see that justice system tuned up a lot. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't love that it's a it's a bounty with a system that we can't even kill the guards. I mean, the guards mm. aren't interactable yeah. in a meaningful uh, way. Yeah, nor I actually, can they kill us. You're like completely us, the right. People in this room. Literally had but, that conversation in my stream last night. I actually said an alternative of what could be done. Um, ooh, what's that? And you get you get to that situation where you do pay the money, but it's actually a, a lot more. But in between. Because I went from one town in like Badenfell and I committed a crime and they knew that I had and I escaped. Mm -hmm. But then I went to Rothgar mm. and I was like, well, they're carrier pigeons are bloody quick. You know, <laughs> well, how the hell do they know? Sorry. Yeah. Interpol is Interpol. <laughs> Interpol, yeah. Well, my, what my idea was, was actually to have so an event. So the live event was there is a messenger traveling with, you know, word to different places that you are, you know, this criminal and it's set out this event and it would just be like a guy running through a map. It could just be a really neutral area, even if it was like Cyrodiil or, or whatever, probably not Cyrodiil actually. Um, <laughs> yes, that would be a bad idea. And you'd have a certain amount of time to kill him before he could pass on the message to the next person who was, you know, going to deliver this worldwide or whatever. It was just a fun little idea. Sorry? 
you've got to kill the grass or shoot the messenger but yeah pretty much like you it's know the, the guy who <laughs> i thought, I thought it'd be quite fun because it'd be like how does that message get to all these places there must be someone yeah, yeah. that's sending this message you know it's not like we've got you know google fiber it's a problem a lot of games have have done both are have yeah. both single player and mmo that the un, un the unreality or whatever you want to call it, of, of of guards knowing the crime you committed and i i think that ties back into the start of this question is like the elder scrolls is a world where you live a very solitary life for the most part mm. so a lot of people don't know what you would do in the world like a lot of these characters aren't that familiar with you uh even if you did a quest for them you've interacted with them for what all of one irl day or something before you <laughs> saved their farm and moved on never to be seen again in, yeah. in the lore context i'd love to see someone uh, people in my chat have been mentioning the fable system for fable one with guards where if you killed a guard it would spawn a harder guard every time mm. and so i i don't know that's the perfect one you know we'd have to morph that for mmo sort of play but something at least interactable to go along with that bounty so mm. you don't just feel like you're sitting in that that outlaw refuge waiting out your bounty need yeah. something more something I mean, more interactive. there was actually funnily enough in arcade you actually mm. and i don't know if you guys played that but if you were an outlaw and they caught you, you would go to trial and there would be 10 players that would sentence wow. you. What? Yeah, I've That's got a video crazy. of it. I've got a video of it on my YouTube. It was oh, absolutely God. fantastic. And you could sentence them to jail and for two hours. They would have to sit in there. They could break out as well. It was oh, an God. actual thing. It was very good as well. Because my imagine that. You're sitting in, sitting in a... It, this was a thing. This is real. I don't know hilarious. if anyone played it in chat or if you're if listening at home or whatever. But it was absolutely fantastic. It was just a completely different way of doing things. And it was just so fun just sitting there like, yeah, he's guilty and all this stuff. And everyone's just <laughs> obviously trolling. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to give him the maximum time uh, in jail and everything else. So actually, I actually love wow. those kind of systems. It's really good for like RP and stuff. Um, but I mean, I guess that, that would be a system. Kyle's blown away. You ne I need to I forward you my, my video of this. And I'm, I'm also... Laughing because mine would probably all be people that were like those strong necromancer <laughs> haters, and they'd be like, "Screw this guy, kill him!" Oh, you'd be like, <laughs> "When Twitch gets three IRL weeks, he's a necromancer." It's like, so oh, are you? Then like, you get those... on the jury. Then you get a freaking game of werewolf going on. Like, which one's the secret necromancer on the jury? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, the enjoyment uh... of talking about it says, says a lot for it. I mean, it, it could be used for bad as well, I suppose. But still, mm -hmm. another thing. Um. I love this conversation. It's great. Um, we need to get through to the actual necromancer and talking about other things. Because again, I didn't even write that much for this one. Um, okay, so and this is talking about the necro specifically. Um, so we know in MMORPGs, and I think we can all admit this to some degree, uh, as as like a selling point as well. And and you know, people are talking about the new thing, the new you know, um, shiny or whatever um mmos i feel like and i don't know if you do guys do agree with me i mean i've, I've had people in the industry kind of i'm not saying zos specifically um but like people have kind of said to me you know the idea is that we kind of make this really powerful thing and we bring it into the game and it's so appealing that everyone kind of just jumps on it and i know that you know people don't necessarily want that to be the case um do you feel like that was kind of the thing with necro do you think it was kind of brought in to the environment and it was just kind of 
this really ridiculously strong thing. I mean, obviously, we've seen patch notes and everything else. I, I don't know if this is a question or a statement. Um, I'm trying um, to think. It's a bit I, of both. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Go. you look at the new, um, well, just on PC, for example, I mean, they're not accurate because we're not going to talk about numbers as far as damage output and all that's concerned because it can be skewed depending on player skill. But if we look at it in terms of player usage, there are a massive, massive, massive amount of necromancy in comparison with other classes. Mm-hmm. But that is also the fact that it's new and it is high in demand or has been high. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily just a case of which, whether it's more powerful or not, because it is a, a play-to-learn type class. You can spam stuff and be ultra cool if you want and it looks nice or you can fully understand how all the passives and skills work and be really really strong mm-hmm. so it's it you can't just outright be overpowered you will mm-hmm. have to know what you're doing of course but yeah definitely the influx of new players especially with all the dragons and everything necromancer being um high priority for players as far as the choice is concerned per class and not in the game and then all of a sudden it is that that impact did change how many people are playing what class and when? And at the moment, the Necromancer is way up there, especially if you look at ESO logs. It's massive. Like, I think um, there was a, a page I was looking at the other day. I can't remember the exact stats. I was looking, it might have been a damage output or something or other. And there was 1,540 Necromancer passes versus 44 Stam DK. Really? So that's wow. a big, big that's difference. Immense. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, one. Yeah. And there's countless on there. So that does show that there are more players obviously using it right now. Not necessarily due to its strength. Some of it may be due to its popularity. popularity strength shows, obviously, because there's more tests with it. But yeah, yeah, you will have to know what you're doing to make it strong. It doesn't just become strong out of the box. Of course, of course. Um, Kyle and Stark, do you have feelings about this? I think that's part of the... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm getting off Kyle here. But no, I think that's fine. part of it with, the, um, with it being overpowered initially is you do really have to know what you're doing with the Necromancer mm-hmm. to get the most out of it. So if it's overtuned initially, that's actually overall because as players figure out how to make the class work then you can bring it down safely yeah um without as much risk of it just being hideously broken at launch uh they made that mistake with the warden and yes. they've never really gotten back from it where it was it's not especially mag warden is not easy to run i straight up gave up on trying to get a mag warden to work and it's doable but it's not an easy one to run and then after that, they tried to bring the class up to match what player skill was. But by that point, the reputation was already sealed of this doesn't work at all. Mm. So with, with Necro, I, I guess what, what I hear you guys saying is the fact that it is powerful in the right hands if you have Correct, the willingness yes. to invest yeah. and learn. But yeah, it's not straight definitely. out of the box. You know, I can one spam, two spam this, this kind well, of class and just do well. Okay. It will look nice. Yeah. But it will yeah. be as effective as every other class if you don't know. Okay. It will just be we're spamming some skills, we're we're having fun of it. But once you fully understand it, that's when things change dramatically. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of a danger at the whole game here. And it's not just unique to ESO, but you know, we get a lot mm. of people to come in and go, I want to play this class, is it the most powerful? Whatever that yeah, yeah, which is the best mm-hmm. bloody like, question. My, <laughs> my favorite passive aggressive thing to say back, and I don't I mean it both passive aggressive and in the best way at the same time, which is weird, but I'm like, it's all dependent on your skill. If you play that 100%. class, great, mm-hmm. awesome. If you suck at it, well, 
maybe roll up something else because yeah. it's true like you know i it depends on what you jive with really what do you really? synergize yeah. with the most Absolutely. and so yeah, i do like the idea that this class was brought in strong uh i think it's a bad idea to release any new content week and i think i guess they learned that prior to me even coming to eso yeah. but i'm speaking to the game industry at you know at large never well this is actually a marketing <laughs> thing for whatever you're selling toasters etc you, you were in marketing weren't you or were you i don't uh, yeah i have a background yeah. in pr That's so right. yeah it's like never release your product in a crap state because like i think stark just said a minute ago you'll never be able to recover from the damage Mm. you got the first time around no and this game knows that why yeah. well because it released they are five years later you can't bleach that stigma off no, of your content when you really do bad you do bad hmm. and so the necromancer luckily won't have that stain yeah. and i mean it could get it someday but not really i mean they could nerf it down to the point that it's crap sometime but then mm. they could fix that up but i don't think that they'll do that i think now they started high and they'll stay high in a relative balance sense they will get it where it should be mm-hmm. but um yeah no i i i think it is a, i i actually wonder and zynode would be a good person to ask this too especially i think stark you and i may have already had this conversation but i always wonder the corpse mechanic is new for this guy and mm-hmm. some people well, say oh yeah most true yeah i mean most. templar had repentance so it, you did have to look out for bodies then but not so much. I feel like it was like a focus. Was it? Yeah, well, you don't have to aim at it. You don't. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I'm over generalizing, but you don't even have, really have to position that much for the Templar one. It's not, true. not like the Necromancer yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I'll get, I'll get veteran players in my chat being like, well, we, we get new players, and mm-hmm. the veterans will be like, I don't know, maybe Necro's not the best to start with. And I'm, I, I always wonder. We, some of us, think that the corpse mechanic is harder because we're not used to it generally speaking aside from werewolves okay. and templars but i wonder for a new player that's just getting into this game if that's one of those things like young kids learn languages easier than adults i, I wonder how that happens i don't think it'll be an issue because this is the thing to consider for people that have been playing for a long time and they're used to the same thing over and over or they're used to sticking to something if they can mm-hmm. introducing something new is now adaptation and a learning curve but if you're right. a new player everything's new to you anyway a light attack is just new as a body land on the ground. You need to learn the basics of whatever it is you've just picked up. You don't have to completely change something that you're already used right. to and your muscle memory is taking a crap in the corner. It, yep. It's completely <laughs> different. So I think for a new player, I don't think it's quite as confusing. I know it's comparisons to things. It's just amazing. Yeah. That, 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 you validated me. That's all yeah. I wanted to ever hear. Yeah, yeah. You just validated exactly. me. Because I think it is a relative, I think it's, I mean, out of all the classes, I think it's a pretty damn good class for a new player to pick up. It's going to feel good. Like we said, you do need to learn it to really maximize it. But they've done a a good job. I, when I was going out there, I was horrified or had this image in my head. I'm like, what if I hate this class because Mm. of its corpse mechanics? Like, what if they're just so... It was sketchy to start, though. Yeah. And I'm still not in love with those siphons. I don't like the siphons as a healer because... Yeah. I have a hard time targeting them when that other guy has dropped well, from 90% health to 10. We're going to be talking about that as well, specifically. Are you sure. going on to that? Like, we, yeah. will okay. we will be. We will be. So I, let's, I, we'll I move on to that. I know. I know. I'm I'm a healer. I'm there on the necro wise. I'm a healer as well. So I've got some words to say that I completely agree. Um, but generally, I think we all feel like, you know, the way it was brought in, it's not one of those things where it's like off the bat OP. 
um and maybe people have obviously you know in things like pvp uh, areas and whatnot there is some strengths which are a little bit you know yeah. uh questionable and there are some you know as an example you know whether or not um this is the thing i think uh outcast just completed sunspire getting the mount and everything yeah. else mm-hmm. uh, seven necros seven necros <laughs> seven um, so when when it's in those hands like you know those players that are on that high that's hand skill force yeah that's that's mm-hmm. where you know yeah. that balancing needs to come in but unfortunately you know if that balance goes down to the player that's just getting into a brand new expansion and wants to play necro and it doesn't feel strong at all that's where you need that balance that balance has to be very 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 well done in ridiculous that you know that's going to be tough um and we've seen some notes obviously as well and we'll talk about that in a bit um okay so what role uh, and we we are kind of getting towards the the healer and everything else um what role are you currently focusing on that connector i know zynode you said that obviously um you have four necros you know you're playing all the things because you do the builds but what's your favorite one like what kind of um, what role are you playing stam magicka healer dps tank i think my favorite is obviously always going to be stam deep because mm-hmm. i play everything but i do prefer the stamina um itself not just because it's a preference but also because a lot of people are not quite sure how the necro is going to work out because traditionally you think a necromancer wears a robe and has a stick well the stamina side of it that brought back a little bit of the whole shadow knight stuff from everquest yeah. for me and i kind of like the idea of it so i did stick with that as a role um i do have a tank as well tanks are absolutely insane especially when you can turn into a bone colossus which or goliath which whether it's useful or not in your content is nuts to even try yeah. it's really really fun um the magic dps i stayed away from for a little bit because i anticipated some changes because obviously it was overperforming in recovery but it was struggling in damage in comparison with some of the others so i stepped mm. off that a little bit for now and the healers kyle's gonna say this and you're gonna say this as well absolutely broken love it that's insane <laughs> if you know what you're doing if you know what you're doing it is absolutely nuts but if you don't then you're just spamming healing springs like everybody else i will not but use the word broken pri- primarily i'll say stamina but across the board except for the magical side of things at the moment i do like pretty much all the roles but i'm gonna say if i have to pick one a stamina dps and you're enjoying yeah. it and it's 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 fun oh, definitely and... yeah really really good okay. especially if you're used to something like the dk because although the skills are very different yeah um, you already know that you have to manage your own sustain rather than having passive recovery bonuses you do get you activate abilities to get your stuff back mm. rather than just passive oh something's running so, or something dies or whatever. yeah it's really yeah. really nice yeah no that is i actually really like that like i like the heavy attacks to get back something like you have to think about that kind of thing rather than yeah, just there's stats. a lot of thinking involved yeah, yeah no that's good um and it should be intricate on that level if you want to if you want to be good at something i think that's just the way you know it kind of should almost be on um, in life almost to a degree a little bit deep um i'm gonna go to start ground <laughs> next because i think you know me and carl probably gonna bring some healing stuff into yeah. the mix here. but uh how about you so is it is it the same is it like you know yeah it's it's stam dps because okay. again if it's yes. a class i play at stam dps probably <laughs> on at least two characters and then also i've got a necro tank so like okay. it's a very similar answer ironically right and is there any spe- is there any other reasons that you enjoy it specifically or is it like what what weapon set do you use for example if if people are listening for the first time and they're like yeah Zyna's talking about this stamina necro but what's a stamina necro like what what would you use typically as a weapon set 
Well, I've got one. In both cases, I've got a bow on the back bar. And mm -hmm. in one case, I've got dual wheeled front. In the other case, I've got two-hander front. Because I do a lot of PvE DPS with a two-hander. Right, right, right. And so the only thing that's really weird about that for me is that one of the things I usually have to chase as stam DPS on a two-hander is cleave. Mm. And that's kind of already there with the scythe, which is a really strange yeah. That's true. I'm not used to having that. I'm really not used to having that on my dual-wheeled setups, where it's like, oh, I can just basically have cleave. It's like, uh, what? How'd that happen? It's weird to me. I like but this. It looks cool as well. It, it does look cool. Mm. It heals stupid mm. amount. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's for stam DPS, that's really important. <laughs> that's a PvP thing. It was a PvP thing, which I was worried about. No, it's about. PvE, Even in PvE, because... oh, yeah, I was yeah, on a yeah, live yeah. stream and I had no vigor, and I was like, oh my god, I can't heal. Oh wait, I've got this stuff. I just hit everything <laughs> at once, and boom, how far went up so to I'm fill. guessing VMA yeah, yeah, is sometimes... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant as in being st too, yeah, quite strong, I guess. Oh, very know. strong. It's really yeah. cool. Um, it's still health scaling, isn't it? It's like 40% yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's getting nerfed, isn't it? Was one of... There's some alterations, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, Kyle. Here. Healer. Me, or Stark. Healer? Did we just wait, Stark. Did you have something to add? <laughs> Sorry. No, I, was, I covered that pretty much there. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, Healer. How do you feel about... Um, so, so in ESO, just again, if you're listening to this and you've, you're like, oh, what's Elder Scrolls Online? What's going on? Um, you know, you can play pretty much any role... Any class on any role, really. I mean, I'm playing a Nightblade tank at the moment. I'm absolutely adoring it. Um, yeah. But uh, Kyle plays a Breton Necro tank? Uh, healer? Uh, yes, yes. You got all... all well, I've all asked you these right. questions no, before for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do my research. <laughs> it's it's fantastic i mean yeah. i honestly love it it's it's hilarious that i get questions um in chat and you know i i know that you know, people are coming in sometimes for the first time and maybe it's their first time on twitch too i'll give them that but i'll be like on my necro healer doing achievement like no death runs or something like that and they're like are 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 necros a viable class <laughs> are they viable as healers and i'm like no, no. I actually <laughs> no, I want to be the only one. I mean, Go away. <laughs> Stop that. No. Our march of sacrifices, uh, you know, our, our personality out of there, like achievement yeah. stuff, and and it's too. It's necro tank, necro healer in the group. Like you know, we're rocking it and, and kicking so much butt. Then I, I've got to say, and this definitely applies to the stam crow that you guys were just talking about. But these are this class is built so unique that mm. it's it's so much fun. You mentioned the healing springs. Uh, whatever you want to call it i i like that it's getting alteration there. alteration <laughs> i hate healing springs and have since the day i start i think it's unoriginal and boring and that's the only thing i have against it really is it's just spam and i don't like that i want everyone to have a unique skill set on their bar not you know mm. just be using the same five things because if i wanted to do that well, there's other MMOs I could play that do only that. But so, so the thing is, like, let's diversify. And and the Necro Healer's great at that. I mean, he's got a lot of wholly unique spells. You know, immediately I kicked Healing Springs off the bar for Undurring Undeath, which is our big AOE. We can lay on the ground with corpse mm -hmm. positioning. And we got the Siphon, which I don't really like because I think it's hard to target. And we got our, our Spirit Mender. Those are just a couple that really stand out um, to say that it's a really, really fun healing class. It feels uh, like you're interacting in a different way, right? I mean, I started a healer yes. off, and I did start off with trying to just use just necro abilities, which couldn't, didn't work with just 
necro heals and like buffing and stuff and obviously stuck some resto abilities in and obviously you have to stick you know the undaunted and the like whatever um but you know i think i i do agree with you it's it is unique you know you have to think putting about putting you have to kill to heal it's like you know you have to send something out or something has to die for you to be the most efficient that you can be um i have actually gone back to my templar though oh traitor i mean what? yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah <laughs> a bit a bit um there's something about Mark templar where I'm, i feel like uh and, and i don't know if it's just that, that kind of the funny thing is my templar looks more necro-y than my necro does which is oh. weird <laughs> so it's, it's like real traitor yeah i know i don't know anymore <laughs> um uh, but i confused. i do i do enjoy necro healing but there's something missing for it in it for me and i'm not sure no. what it is um, and I think I'm maybe one of the only people who feel like this. And I don't know, but I really, I really Tell enjoy it. Tell your group it. to kill more stuff. Sorry. You need. The- Tell your group to kill more stuff. You need the bodies. To kill yeah. more stuff. Well, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I made a build as well on YouTube, and I produced my own, my own corpses to a degree as well. So it's, it's, and, and I kind of like that way of doing it. Um, I think it might have been something about the siphon, which I felt was a bit yeah. plastic and a bit like oh. it didn't feel very good. Like it just looked a bit dodgy as well for me. Um, oh. It was that it was the effect that I didn't enjoy. Um, whereas I think some of the well, other siphons kind that's of. That's actually a huge cool. thing, though. I mean, it's it's easy to sort of say, oh, the visuals don't matter that much. It's okay. the game effect because you're focusing on gameplay. But if something doesn't look good, it usually won't feel, feel good. good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm so I'm true. with you in that camp. You know, it doesn't matter you know, necessarily if the game's graphics is all over are sp- specifically amazing. ESOs is. And then when I pop yeah. the cipher now, I'm just like, what is this thing? <laughs> it's like this squiggly <laughs> line inside the, you know, a ray of sunshine. I'm probably not from that. That is interesting. But it was just something which triggered in my head and I don't like it. <laughs> and it's just, it's stupid because I'm a PVP. I don't really care as long as I can be efficient and everything. But it was just one tiny thing that bothered me um and the the aiming i don't mind the aiming specifically because i feel like if you're going to be more powerful maybe it should be there should be some kind of interactivity yeah like some kind of dodgy interactivity which makes it a little bit more complicated and you have to think about the fact that you need corpses um that's not too bad um but yeah i think it was it was a little bit of that i love absolutely love the the fact that i could shout in a in a trial with with believe it or not i brought a lot of people over from guild wars 2 and other mmos i played <laughs> in the past with mm-hmm. elsewhere and they they have got no idea what the hell is going on and there's <laughs> not really any massive amount of heal abilities on templar or on other classes where it's very visual like stand in this get heal you know yeah. and with the mm-hmm. e heal on necro i was like guys it might sound counterintuitive but stand on the skull for life <laughs> you know and it was like, it's, it's kind of really random like a little bit random um but i love the and and then matching that kyle to like the the siphon i was just a bit like disconnected i think there was something and it sounds i don't know if that sounds stupid but it's just the thing that i was just like okay kind of a bit off. No, it- I don't think it sounds stupid. I think I think that's part of it too. This is going to be a lot. This is a lot harder to test um, 
or uh, yeah, it's not just you can't just balance this by numbers. What feels good and what doesn't? That's a harder thing, I imagine, to to balance because that's a lot of different feedback. Some people saying they love it, some people say they hate it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm skipping a bit, but I I just noticed this last night reading over the show notes, which I thought was really cool, and it's changed my opinion just a smidge on the restoring tether. Is it no longer will cost uh have a resource cost come the yeah. New yeah. I missed that one. I I guess my brain immediately went to the hey, it's decreasing the tick, uh, the healing tick by fourteen percent. Well, it was already bad for me. Let me get rid of it. I mean, that actually now is with the pretty amount- cool because that's a free heal. Pretty much. Is that how that reads? That's what I was going to ask you. Well, actually, we'll get to that, and I'll ask that Consuming question. A body. I mean, well, that I, one's yeah. actually crazier than that too because it scales to the larger resource pool. I think, mm. which means that's now going to work on a stamp. Correct. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. Stand that's here. good. <laughs> is it good? It's very good. It it's means that we good. can stand here on necros. Is that something? Uh, we're getting there. Yeah. I really want to. I'll, I'll be doing this soon. You mix that with circle of protection, which is also being all. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I was leveling nice. mine up last night. <laughs> I'm ready for circle of protection. Nice. Okay. Um, we've pretty much gone gone through that one. Um. <laughs> Stamina or Magicka DPS? I think you guys said Stam on Necro. And Magicka is more intricate and difficult to pull off, or is is it just Um, No, it's it's a case of, it was a new class, so not everything is going to be exactly how they want to start with. You know, obviously, um, like uh, Stark and Carlo said, give everyone the ceiling first of all, and then just bring it down a bit over time, rather than make it completely crap and nobody plays it. Of course. Um, I think Magic... Um, in terms of the damage I'll put in comparison, regardless of what you use, because there's countless millions of ways to make a character. Yeah. Um, I think it was in most cases underperforming in comparison, but it was over sustaining. So your sustain was not an issue, but you're hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. You just couldn't crack the same numbers as perhaps other classes, even mm. though you still had a focus and increase from the Malcolm Ultimate, which is what I call it. Don't don't laugh. The it's Malcolm a, Ultimate. Yeah, it's, a, it's a danger. They all get names. Um, oh, is this a you thing? That was the case to start with, and they have addressed Amazing. that in the in the patch notes as well. They've brought up a couple of the abilities to make them stronger, but they've then made the cost more. So yeah. they've, they've figured out that that was an issue. So they've gone up the damage, down the sustain, and now hopefully that should kind of meet in the middle. We've still got some more weeks on PTS to test stuff, and that'll probably still be altered the same. But that's at least they've addressed it. They've noticed that. A, a problem but yeah to start with i mean stamina is solid anyway but yeah really really good i'm gonna still be biased towards stamina but i will test the magic here and keep going yeah so if there's anyone out there that feels like they want to be you know trying these things and, and popping them out as well you know i mean zyno's gonna be doing that definitely someone to watch for that kind of stuff stock is it the same for you you know the, just uh, for me the... it's more of just preference i don't enjoy weaving on mag nearly as yeah. much as i enjoyed on stam so i tend to avoid it unless i've got a reason i really need to run mag mm. there is a different feeling in that for sure mm-hmm. like you the know, timing is different yeah 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 it's more fluid it feels like if you're you know in that with that physicalness so like you know being connected to the you know the mob or whatever as well and the weaving it just feels a little bit more natural whereas like you're right I mean, you can sometimes you don't really see the animation hardly at all on Mag as well. It's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it depends on the weapon, but yeah. yeah. So it's like that's that's been one going for me for a long time. It's just, and I do know the weave timing. I can actually weave on Mag. I just find it less pleasant, so or less enjoyable. So yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you just can't do yeah. it, guys. <laughs> it doesn't have to. Yeah, stop. I right. just I don't forget about that. That's as okay. evidenced by that horrific mag sort <laughs> demonstration in PvP. <laughs> oh, God. Kyle. Uh, 
Um, if you're playing DPS, uh, yeah, no, you I'm not. Play DPS. I have yeah. actually not played DPS at all. Actually, Mm-mm. say stamina. Yeah. Say stamina. I mean, I, I, I actually do. Without Zynode saying that in my ear, I have to say stamina because I, I, I've heard the same thing. The, the mag seems to underperform. I mean, I, I run. I, my, my healer's got a, a, a mag build for when he goes and does some questing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not a real, you know, comparison of any sort. I, I can see though, even in that, even I mean, he can solo world bosses no problem as a mag, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Um, yep. And the sustain is super duper high. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the fun part of it is with so many of these abilities with Scythe, with Bone Armor, with Colossus form and stuff like that that you all have. You can, you know, again, solo like, world bosses become child's play, even if you're not great at it. And I don't think I'm great at it. So, but mm-hmm. still, I hear it's not as good as the stam output. No personal experience, though, to back that up. I think it, even you're right, you know, when I, I have to, when I'm PvE leveled, you know, I leveled with, you know, just Magicka and wasn't really focusing on gear sets to make me more powerful and everything, but I could feel like, you know, there was damage there. I, you know, I liked playing. Um, I actually had, you know, I still used Magicka because that's what I had, like, on my, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of what I was leveling and and it was fun and I could kill things and it was enjoyable, um, but I never really tried a proper mag dps build i just i've got a stamina low b level three which i'm leveling up my mount speed with and when it gets to a point where i feel like i'm not running around the map like a potato i'm gonna level it um (laughs) (laughs) i just have to make sure i log in on it every day and actually do the leveling of the actual mount but um yeah there is that there is that idea of like was it like a death knight kind of thing from Mm -hmm. wow or um you know with a great sword and just running in there or or a reaper um which is a necro elite specialization in in guild wars 2 where a great sword is the main weapon um you know that kind of you know connection to your target being close up and being able to you know, get that with that scythe animation and just hacking away and you know using skulls and stuff you know it's just i, I flipping love some of those the animations and you know some this is why i guess the whole siphon thing really gets me you know when you send out that skull just so awesome just such a good projectile you know um and yeah i'm okay i mean i've got it i've got to try myself so i haven't really got an opinion unfortunately (laughs) do you like the 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 other siphon do you like the dps siphon or do you just like not none of the two siphons visually speaking i this the dps siphon i have personally not seen as much and i haven't been able to haven't used it that much but i think generally those i don't like i like the siphon for example you know the the templar siphon what's it called um when you get the magicka and the health uh, repentance, repentance stamina health um yeah. that look when it happens is so bright and i just feel godlike it doesn't even i can't even barely see the flipping thing half the time but it just it's so <laughs> empowering i'm just like that's cool like if the siphon was just a thing where it just you know siphon this help this thing and it gave you this effect for an mm. amount of time rather than the siphon just existed Ooh. behind you i just thought it would be like kind of nice in that kind of effect so it had the same effect but it was just black or darker or something um and I it just, just gave you this thing i don't know the the, the dps one I, I you should take a look at that because that is darker it has some like chains of black magic that kind of go through it too so yeah. i i don't know but i can see what you're saying too like i just suck it all in and let your character project exactly. it that'd be cool it Put might just be a, a, the animation yeah, yeah i think it's just an animation it's a very personal thing i realize that um <laughs> unfortunately 
Um, but but the I do enjoy the heal. I, I like that big heal and the resistance that you give. I think more for me as well is I like the fact that you know the debuffs and and the buffs that you can give are very important. The utility that is very good. Um, you know that may not exist specifically on other characters. I think you know Nightblade healing isn't. I haven't in depth gone into that, but I don't think it offers as nearly nearly half as much as any other class really in terms of healing. Does it? Um, but you know, I think Necro is is a good one. Like you can play it as a tank. Well, you can play it as a DPS. Well, Mag. Okay. Um, when we when we say Mag, by the way, and you're listening and you're thinking, what we're we talking about? We're talking about Magicka. Um, again, this podcast is for a variety of different players, different skill levels, and obviously coming into the game, Magicka is mana. Uh, in other games, well, you know, comparison there. Um, and you know, I think there is viable builds for viable builds viable roles sorry um for each each of the things it should, could be like like every class should be it should be, it, this is the magic of eso you know you can yeah. play a healer a tank or a dps on everything at different obviously they're going to be different you know levels of awesome but it's viable it's absolutely viable um and that's what you know dive, that kind of diversity and builds and stuff is just so impo- important uh, and is a really fantastic feature of you. So I'm going to go on before I start to gush about that even <laughs> more. Fine. I just love it, man. He's so good. I mean, like the fact that I can be a Nightblade and just, you know, and be a tank, I flipping love it. It's great. I've really fallen in love with tanking recently. It's, uh, it's a completely change, new change up for me. I barely tanked in games ever before. Um, it's a lot of fun in ESO. Yeah, really, really good. Okay. So- Actually... That's a thing on the Necro that still that bugs me a little bit. Right, their version of chains is I, I just I don't like it. I'm with you on that one. I do like the idea that it's free. You just mm-hmm. have to get the attention of the enemies. But I did bring this up with us as well, and I do think that in some content that's going to be a negative. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you I'm still to using take it off and use a different resist buff. Or get someone else to give it to you and use chains from Silver Leash because we're going to say Vmol for example. If those twins and you accidentally aggro Ooh. the wrong ad and it comes in, you're stuffed. Yeah. Same as the spider helmet as well. Um, mm-hmm. Same same effect. So uh... I think it can be. This works in two ways because it could be a negative in some content, but it's also a positive because it forces you to try and think of another way to do things in certain situations. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's not that they've deliberately made a broken skill. It's that they've got a skill that sometimes might encourage you to use your brain and use something else and then switch back to it somewhere where it will work. It's, but I'm definitely with you with the effectiveness of it in some places. It can be a bit of a bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Yeah. And the other side of that is I'm thrilled to have a Conal CC again on a tank because the only place oh, you get definitely. that right now is the Sork. And it's like, yep, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually like really important beer. for a tank. Just kind of... You don't really get that on many classes, do you? Just well, normally with normally the design is you get the point blank AOE yeah. CC, like you get talons or you get ice sh- gripping shards. Yeah. So you'll chain stuff in and then you'll lock them in place. With the Sork and the Necro, you can lock them in place and then pull them in. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like this. It's good. Um, That's kind of kind of covered a few of these things that I'm looking at right now. I don't really want to ask again. (laughs) We talk a lot. Yeah, this is this is what podcasts are for. Thankfully, I'm lucky. 
Um, <laughs> you're just covering it all anyway. Um, in terms of, so we, we talked about the healing uh, karma stuff as well, and you just you mm-hmm. kind of talked a little bit about tanking. I mean, I start, I guess I come to you, and that feels good, right? With the Colossus as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it really just Colossus like, is freaking nice? Yeah, God mode. It's nice. Do you want to just <laughs> describe it a little bit, just in case people don't know what that is? Uh, let's just more than double your health if you're DPS. <laughs> <laughs> um it's what it's still thirty thousand health isn't it it's like, yeah it's but it stacks off of your it it, it multiplies and stacks uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff of all your other stuff if you're 20k health on a dps and you pop that ultimate you'll end up with over 60. yeah and i think the highest i've seen was 90 on my tank but it's like it it gets ridiculous you can go to i think the most i've i've hit so far is 131 but that was in pvp and that wasn't <laughs> as an input. Wasn't oh god, now I understand. Wow. Now I understand. <laughs> now everything so... comes in. <laughs> you can run into guards. I mean, obviously players as well. But when that healing aura is around you, you can run into as many guards as you want and just put your control down and just walk out <laughs> the room. Come back. It's run out now. You've got no healing going on. And because you've got so much high health in the first place, yeah. you're still not dead. It's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. It's really, really strong. It does make you feel like you're... Uh, Borderline invincible. In fact, you are. <laughs> yeah. It's got its own built in fear because as soon as you see it, you're like, nah, just run. Yeah, it's it. true, actually. <laughs> it's really hilarious to me about that in PvP is players do not stop and think and go, oh, yeah, that's going to run out in 30 seconds. So I just avoid that guy for a few seconds. No, <laughs> they try to run in, they die, and then they're like, what oh, yeah. is this? And it's like, just keep some distance, please. That's the PvP yeah. mentality. Just, though. Don't go <laughs> 80% of players will run in 1v4 because they think yep. they're a hero. And they're like, yeah, I'm sure I can do really well. God. <laughs> and they've not even finished their four. Uh, <laughs> the tank, enjoyable. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I think the Colossus, uh, when they announced it and they showed us the graphic uh, on Twitch, because they have, they went to Twitch. I like, also went to Twitch. Um, they were on the live show, you know. Uh, obviously, there was there was some kind of deal done there. And they got to really get a large amount of exposure for this and they showed the right images right i mean they showed this colossus was one of the main things they showed off and it was like everyone was just like jaw dropped you know if you're an argonian you're gonna see the fact that you're you know this argonian uh skeleton figure that rises up um essentially destroys you and like you're just this big colossus i mean the name (laughs) i don't need to really explain it um and it's very awesome to look at the effects and and everything, the general look. I mean, the graphics and everything else and this, you know, everything they put into that class, it does look, right, barring that siphon that I don't like, everything else is fantastic. <laughs> Even the res looks good, the elite res, um, because there's, no one's got that, really. I mean, it brought a new thing, especially for trials. And if you're training as a trial guild, like, taking a necro is really, really good. And, like, oh, like yeah, us, definitely. It's fantastic. He saves you. Potential wipes can be ignored. Yeah. I mean, and and again, potential wipes can be ignored. Is is that good? I don't know. I mean, I think it is because there's so many people that get to a certain stage Mm -hmm. um, and they basically can get to the point where they give up. They're like, well, we can't get past this phase. Someone's always dead. Is someone important? Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's what Kagranax, for example, the set is made for, to make things happen faster. That's what that's the right. Tempo Res Passive is for, to make it happen faster. It's for those emergency situations. And now you've got even more of an emergency situation where you can get three people up. If you've got two Necros doing it, you can get six people. 
-hmm. You can recover where you can't normally succeed. And for training groups or for new groups, I think that is a bit of a blessing in disguise because it can help you push further in the content or experience the stuff afterwards rather than just constantly getting stuck. The more confidence you get completing stuff with that in mind, the better you'll get at it and the less you'll need it. But it gives you a chance to start with. So I think the more elite players, if you like, probably won't need it. But for uh, newer groups or people that are training, I think it's a really, really good help to kind of push that little bit further rather than just give up and leave. Yeah. This is what is a fantastic condition. Like, which is kind of funny as well as a, as a healer. Like, PvP, however, is nuts. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is an interesting one. Um, I guess that there is that question as well. Like, how does does it kind of transfer i'm aware of time actually so i might i may not answer that ask that question there may be a pvp conversation because we've only got about 15 20 minutes left um and we could probably go down the rabbit hole right there so i'm going to be careful um there is there is the patch notes at the moment for the next dlc which is coming out um do you want to just get does anyone want to have a quick guess on the date unless you know and obviously don't share that i mean i don't think we've been told specifically but I know stream team members and everything else, but you know I don't know. Is there it's a guess? It's not announced it's at not all. Announced. That's not announced. It should be. It should be about five weeks after the pet PTS. Okay. I didn't keep track usually, of the exact date. Usually, usually. about four weeks. The chapter's okay. normally a little bit longer, so but the the quarterly updates, the, the smaller ones, the dungeons on the 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 other side stories and stuff, they they're normally about four or five weeks on yeah. at most. So that gives you a rough release window, but we don't yeah. have the exact date yet. Okay. Soon. Soon. Yeah. yeah. Probably about Soon. three three to four weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mid August. So we're on the today is the fourteenth of July, so you're looking yeah, like say mid August. Okay, okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna finish off. Uh and obviously this is only really relevant for as long as this is around, because obviously patch notes can change for feedback. Um <laughs> patch notes are only really relevant up to a certain point in time. P- these podcasts are kind of more of a an opinion piece rather than anything else. So I just did want to quickly go over this. And it's not it's not going over every note because obviously again, this could be a thing in itself. And it's it's not yeah. a massive amount of stuff, in all honesty. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to see if there's anything here that you guys specifically were either worried about, agreed with, or uh, needs a little bit more of a look at, maybe. Or if there's anything else that should be put in there um, that should be changed or, or things that you're worried about. So I'm going to go to Stark first because this is uh, this is on the forums and I thought this would probably be a good place for, for you to go for. Um, and maybe we can put a clip of this video on the forums. <laughs> I'm not sure how much of a good idea that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how did you feel generally about these notes? And is there anything there you pick out that you could pick out would, that you feel is a good change or, you know, is a bit questionable? Um, it was actually a little weird here with the Necromancer because the Necromancer knows separate from the other class notes zaya and i both stumbled across this independently and forgot about it and then rediscovered it when we were trying to find the notes again (laughs) for today but so that's a little strange because these changes here are also part of a larger uh, overhaul where they're trying to standardize a lot of systems in combat they're standardizing a lot of costs they're adjusting a lot of damage so that abilities work more consistently game-wide yeah um some of this stuff is definitely it's here because there were issues with the necromancer, but some of it they're trying to make sure all of the classes play uh, to a certain similarity. 
-hmm. Like if you've got something like chucking a skull at somebody, that's going to be somewhat similar to the neck, uh, the, the, yeah, sorry, the night blades strife ability. That's going to be somewhat similar to, um, vampires. Woe, So that you can look at the ability and go, okay, it's this kind of ability. It's going to be roughly like this, as opposed to some of the weird idiosyncrasies the game has had that they're working to, to sort of, clean out so it's easier for new players to get in and understand what they're doing mm. um most of what i've seen here looks like it's mostly just that okay we're kind of standardizing it across the board rather than yeah. having it so intricate that you know there isn't when you, yeah because it is nice for people for you to go if you do this one thing it's nice to have the similarities there you can be like oh and you can link to that like you say you know oh yeah i know this ability for it's kind of similar to nightblade but i've still got to play in a different way uh, maybe it's yeah. slightly up but yeah so you can connect to it I guess. Yeah. The one that did stick out beyond that is Restoring Tether, where it's like, this is now going to pick your highest offensive stat. And that always catches my attention because stamp healing is something I keep track of a lot. Yeah. It's a really cool, really niche thing. And mm. I always love when I see more stuff that supports that gameplay. Yeah. I do want to play a stamp healer pretty bad. <laughs> right now, you can do that Very with a good. warden. It's yeah, a lot of fun. Well, bow, yeah. right? Is it? You can do it with any class technically, but the wardens are easiest to do it with because mm-hmm. they do have a stam heal in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also a really good heal alt that's cheap, so you can run yeah. that barrier trees barrier. Um, you get your mushrooms, and then yeah, you, it's it's the easiest one to run it with. Yeah. Zynode, anything in there specific that you that you or Necromancer as a whole or well, both the, actually like or, the the patch so, um, no it's necro yeah we'll focus on necro i'm pretty much on the same page as stark with that one i do like yeah. what they've done with the the necromancer so far on the patch and with the testing that we've done so far it's actually pretty good blast bonus was addressed obviously because that was an issue sometimes it was running around a room not sure whether it should hit someone or just make a biscuit or <laughs> make a biscuit why not and um then boneyard was obviously addressed as well it was overperforming to some extent so they messed with that a little bit so that was okay the mag mm-hmm. stuff that like i said earlier like the damage was down and the the resource game was up well they they jigged that and they brought that back in line so that's actually for the most part what i really looked at on that and i'm really happy that they've done it in mm-hmm. the meantime the rest of the class has been rejigged at the same time of course they were going to do the whole audit thing over top of um the entire game itself and all the classes but this is the the thing we were talking about earlier where you bring in something that's down a bit and that's one way to look at it but also in the same time you mustn't um, neglect the rest of the classes so if something does feel too high even though you brought it down you do have to start messing with everything else and just level it out and it does feel like um as far as balance is concerned for every sort of meaning of the word itself this is what they've tried to enforce in this particular update and Mm. so far for the most part that's something that they have done um and also when stark was talking about the stam healer the game is built upon the foundation of choice. So you can choose any class you want and play any role you want. You can play stamina or magicka, tank or healer on anything. But there is a way to stam heal, but just not as much or used as much as a magic heal. Now, again, that's another choice that you should be able to utilize. So I do see them kind of pushing for that now to make that yeah. just as effective as the magicka side of things so magicka dps stam dps magic heal stam heal you can be a stam tank you can be a mag tank you can be a health tank you've got more if there's too much stamina things yeah they feel like they're trying to bring it in that Mm. way so i do like what they've done with that and some of the changes to the skills as well especially stuff like circular protection which was never a heal before and now and now it kind of can be utilized so classes that don't have a stam heal 
they can obviously take advantage of uh, vigor and the other more for that which covers more people but um then the circle protection at the same time and then the necro's got extra stuff in there it's it feels like they're trying to plug the gaps for everything so you've got a lot more choice but everything is equally as viable as the other without anything being too strong in comparison with anything else yeah they've still got rejig a couple of things but it's quite good and on the same respect as far as choices are concerned they did the same with soul trap as well um that might need altering but then again might not they've made it before so it only bases off magicka now it bases off of your max stats so regardless of class regardless of style that again is another balanced choice and collectively across the board not just the necromancer but i think they've attacked or approached a few skills correctly that might just need to fiddle with them a little bit i think we're going to see a lot more choices coming up mm-hmm. i hope so i mean that, that that's inevitably you know that would be the dream right i think you've already got so many choices to try and expand on that and then, yeah and increase that is 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 a big goal for them to to always have but i think i already think that they've got so many more choices than so many other games it's then it's impressive to see them actually try and go for that next they're keeping it fresh as well because they're changing the functionality something that you're very familiar with and you're never going to use it is now completely been changed so now you're like "Mm, meta switching is important maybe i'll change it yeah meta switching is important very important like in any in any game i feel like you know it's it's like a pvp game specific you know league of legends you change another hero a hero that's just absolutely trash and then all of a sudden there's a couple of abilities which bring it in line to like the meta and it completely changes things up it doesn't just change up gameplay it changes up everything like there's new builds to be created there's new there's new you know content out there for people to create it brings a new um you know lease of life on something new you know players who may not have played before or did play before in the past they were like i I kind of wanted to play a stamina healing nightblade this is an example um (laughs) and now i've got this one ability which might bring it in line and i can pop other things off and it just brings in that extra excitement and hype for something. And it is important. I really, I know, I know there's people, people have a fear of like, you know, I liked playing my pet Sork, Cypher. Uh, sorry, this is a little bit of a poke <laughs> one of my one of my viewers. Um, and, you know, maybe that might not be as strong. I'm, I don't know. I haven't looked at it specifically. Um, but, you know, maybe this thing might not be as strong in the future. He's the kind of player who can adapt to anything. He's very good. Shh. Don't tell him I said that. Um, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> no, he's recorded. He's probably not here. Um, but uh, at the same time, you know, it's about adapting. And that's the yes, part of, of a good player, you know? Key. And is. that's why the game changes every three months. MMOs anyway are, are designed to change. Keep up and... You'd think and so, right? <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> so many don't do it. It <laughs> says that has changed. Um, but when it comes to stuff like what they're doing now, they are enforcing the whole diverse, diverse side of the game where you can do yeah. multiple different things. And, and in their true form, basically, most MMOs tend to be look for the best, get the best, you're done. Mm. Power level as fast mm. as you can, and you'll be better. This game doesn't work like that. You need to understand what you're doing first, because otherwise, if you're max level and don't understand anything, you suck. Yeah, you And at do. the same time, <laughs> if anything is overused, and I know people like to use the term meta quite a lot, which I, I personally don't, especially in this particular game, because I know there are so many countless choices that no human being has ever bloody tested how can we ever decide that there's ever one best and the more we have the more we push towards one way or no way the more yeah. those changes stuff because they want you to have choices so every mm. time something is overused they'll bring it back or they'll push something up 
which yeah. is what they're doing with the old sets as well because once they become garbage over time they're mm -hmm. like well they're not being used enough by our stats so we'll make them more useful by altering their full purpose and now that gets people to try them out again yeah so it's constant 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 change and constant testing and constant um well in a nutshell trying out new things and seeing what works rather than sticking to the one way that you've found but you can still stick to the one way that you found if it, if it works for you yeah, the exactly. whole thing is built on the foundation of choice it's, and it, i think they're doing a good job to keep up with that it's definitely it is definitely a very unique game in the fact that you don't you really can i think as long as you have like some of these nuts. key abilities yeah. like things like you know as long as you're you're a healer that's able to give uh, regen is able to give resources back and these kind of basic yep. things and you know you can essentially heal how the hell you want as long as yeah. it's you know i mean you've as got as some of these key abilities as long as it works yep. exactly unless yep. you're going for something like a speed clear like some crazy record thing there you know when you, there's one. like there there's that one. ability mm -hmm. that you there's that build that is just yep. literally the best like you don't have to do that to clear a vet trial there you was a stam healer that was um very very successful stark might remember the name because it's off, off the top of my head it's gone fried somewhere but there was a stam healer that was doing vet trials and it was really effective like ridiculously strong and, and even more in the right hands than some of the magical ones out there it was mm -hmm. disgusting was so it, was it what you're talking about name, but, but i, I can't remember it. their name yeah yeah it was nuts and that was a while back as well i mean mm -hmm. not even including the possible changes to pts right now that was yeah, that, that was, was thing um... before that was before clockwork city i think correct yeah yeah so what was it it wasn't was it warden it was, it was a warden, warden yeah, yeah. Warden. yeah. Warden. it was a one okay. yeah all right i need to look at this <laughs> i'm interested though i i like playing uh i like playing random things that aren't the norm which is what my stream kind of like you know i mean i know i'm playing the template that's either. how you find stuff out though you got to try it yeah i love it like i made i had a build you know series in guild wars 2 which is called to the contrary you know it was it was a little guy in a bowler hat and it was just like you know i'm not gonna do this exactly how you think i'm gonna do it uh, and i had like a necro healer for example was one of my first builds um when it really shouldn't have been and it was like you know no one would ever play it because the meta was so strong you know it's like you know five classes pvp 5v5 this is what you ran or you would suck and that would be it um and i love that that variety in, in eso because it's got a lot to do with skill level as well it's not about yeah. spamming the same stuff because you can't skills on them, that's it. yeah right. it's not you have to resource management and that's that's yeah. why i like eso because you know even though it, this, the cooldowns don't really exist and whatnot it's just like you know i if i've got no magicka and i've got full hp and that guy's got you know 20 percent hp but he's got resources he's probably gonna win because like, yeah. you can just burst heal mm -hmm. himself and just smash me down instantly um and and i think that's that's what it should be about and it's it, that makes that's what i really enjoy about this game well it takes the, the concept of timers from most mmos i've ever played anyway mm -hmm. and changes it into an actual resource game where yeah. you're having to judge mm -hmm. what you're doing in a larger context so it doesn't matter if oh hey i've got a basic attack on cooldown it mm -hmm. matters did i burn through all my resources using my attacks and now i don't have enough to finish the job yeah so true good point kyle is there anything in there that uh you talked about the siphon uh like i said i think the 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 skeleton the the blast bones that's 
was feeling very weird. Um, so I'm hoping that fixes in. I haven't really played with it much. Uh, I I was initially scared with the changes they made to Spirit Mender. I know they did this pretty mm. uniformly across the board, which is what the guys were saying at the start of this, uh, that they increased the cost of it. And I thought, oh, no, that's going to be weird. It's going to I feel like I'm not going to have any magical left. But no, in fact, uh, it, it feels super, super solid with these increased prices. You've have you I, played it. You've played it on the PTS. or yeah. Yes, and, and speaking of that idea of bucking the meta, I mean, uh, it was we took Zy, it was Zynode, my friend Freddie and DeWinter <laughs> from my stream. We went into the PTS. I think the first night it came out, right, all yeah. with random changes to our builds, and so you know none of us really knew what we were doing exactly yeah. that night. Awesome. We had never put them on our bar. And so we just went through and we wrecked that Fang layer and went on to start wrecking like the new dungeon we had never been in before. And that's, you know, the meta, <laughs> the meta, as we call it, doesn't mean Jack compared to like just practice and skill set and understanding what you're doing in the game. Um, but it felt really solid. The changes, I think this is outside of it, but it's related that the change to balls, the, the, oh, the, it's the brilliant. necrotic mm. orb, I love it. Yeah. People were so worried about it. And Ty's like, I'm getting all of them. He's like, this is great. Okay, okay. So for context, I need to know uh, if someone wants to explain the exact change and what you think the impact of that would be. So, wait. Well, so what we're talking about is the the, the necrotic. It's necrotic. Mystic Orb? What's it called? Necrotic Orb is the one you're using, but you've got necrotic orb. Yeah. And so now it's only one ball or bubble as i know calls yeah it's itself itself cancels now if you recast it um the difference is and this isn't this might be on the pts now Mm -hmm. Uh, i think it might have been updated on this week but the difference is now it doesn't dissipate when somebody claims the um synergy from it Mm -hmm. so it'll just float through and everybody can grab synergies off as it's floating through the party instead of it being you send out three or four orbs in quick succession and then players just scramble for them or more often just ignore them and then whine that they don't have resources yeah. The one was really good because you could plainly see it. You could take it, and the healer is very, very aware. There's one bubble in the air, and one and they can fire another one. Instead mm-hmm. of spamming loads and loads of resources, bubble, 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 and nobody fucking takes one. It was it was such an annoyance to see them all flooding across the screen and nobody taking them. So you have and to remember as a healer as well. One, yeah. like, when did I pop if, that out? If it's gone, it's gone. Get another one out. It was yeah. much better for resource sustain, and they weren't a problem to take because they slowed the speed down. It was really good. Throughout yeah. content, Kyle was the healer, and I didn't struggle. And the reason I bring it up, even though it's not a necromancer thing, is it actually frees us up to use a lot of these abilities yeah, that are listed definitely. here. Mm-hmm. Because what I hate as a healer, again, back to the Healing Spring spam, mm-hmm. is I hate doing something repetitive if it feels like no yes. one's benefiting from it. Yeah, correct. And as a yeah. healer, when you're throwing out three of those balls and they cost a lot of resources and then only one person <laughs> takes it, so it's a loss, like two out of every three are wasted, that yeah. feels bad and you can't get to your other things in your rotation or helping out with a little bit of DPS or something like that. Yeah. So it felt really good. Like, I'm just like, catch this ball if you want it. And he's always running over to it, snagging it. And, and it just it fit the rotation well, because, uh, yeah, I mean, you get to use all these great things. So, again, Spirit Bender, awesome. Restoring Tether, probably won't use it, but maybe now that it's free, I guess, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, at least trying it, yeah. Render yeah. Flesh worries me because they didn't fix a bug that I clipped which is that sometimes it doesn't heal at all even though it shows the animation mm. I've, I've caught it not healing full oh, stop okay. and that's Perfect. a little bit scary because that's kind of your breath of life as a as yeah, a yeah, yeah. That's right. plus I, I use the re- the resistance one so i sometimes throw it out there just for like 
hey i've got resources someone get a resist out of this yeah yeah that's my your big reason. one doesn't work yeah <laughs> that's true yeah, that's X, right. Please. I mean that that AOE floor. What's it? What's it called when it uses a cost? Enduring undeath. That does a lot fun. of healing. I almost oh feel like God. that's the main heal for me. I'm just like chuck Actually, that on the I tank. I agree. Like, I use it what? a lot more than the other. Yeah. Um, and so it's cool as well. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. I always say if I were to get a tattoo, that would be it. The big necklace. <laughs> oh, that would. Go. So worth it. That's good. <laughs> right on my face oh wait no i'm no, not there okay oh, God. <laughs> come on but yeah no that's that's kind of my summary yeah. of these I, yeah. I i think um it's gonna be good to continue play testing it because we we talked about yeah, this uh, that that it seems scary on paper because there's too many notes that i don't think any one person's brain fully gets this in in one or two read-throughs like it just doesn't no, compute absolutely until not. you see it because it's one of the reasons I mean, why are... i just put the necro one in i, don't, yeah. I just copy pasted it because i was like these notes are very very intimidating every single time i read them and it's the same on any mmorpg i think the way what? that people construct their, their patch notes one of the best people I think I've done it is it's either Dota or League of Legends, where uh, that is very uh, graphic oriented. It's got the oh. ability, it's got the ability icon, mm. it's got a very inter- you know simple line of text, very well spaced mm. out, um, and it's more of a thing in as a news article rather than a forum post, so it enables that kind of construction, uh, and it's very solid. You know, once once those notes are. And this is no slight on Gina or anyone that's producing them because it's just the way people do it for, for years, you know. Um, but I feel there's a way that MMORPGs specifically could deliver patch notes in a way which can entice newer players and other people to come back and be like, guys, in a news thing, you know, these major changes, like, you know, boom, you know, even if it's just a small little clip of video of someone doing the ability, this change has come in. You no longer need to use all your balls, just one. <laughs> save the other for later. Yeah, oh, save hey. the other for later. <laughs> God, he's off again. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Can't help him, can you? Oh, the devil on Tondra. Do obviously, but they so do have good. the spoilers in there where yeah. you can click down and they say their full intent of what the, the change was for, um, yeah, their yeah, research yeah. behind it, the, why they did everything. But also on that point where you've said um visuals in the patch notes i don't know if they'll be able to do it for abilities but i do agree that if they did that for furniture and stuff like that that would actually help because oh, yeah. while i'm doing the patch mm. notes i i mean there are people that do nothing but furniture and crafting yeah. and uh fashion and all that kind of stuff and on my own pts live streams i skip all that stuff mm. and i don't skip it because i'm not interested i skip it because i can't see it yeah mm. Mm, so i mean a little little images of each individual one if they were coming and stuff like that would yeah. actually be quite nice but then i also think that they want us to go in and see it so that's I true think, i just think ways. that but that pa- would that might help patch notes are such a great way to advertise your game changes mm-hmm. you know but you know that you stand on top of it yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean it should be a big thing like patch notes like you know i mean again dota league you know they have these big articles and big and you know people cover it you know this big thing like you know this is now changed to this and um yeah i i think there's there's so many different so many different games miss out on a, a massive opportunity to of pr marketing as well to be fair i mean yeah. you know, carl could probably tell, say something a little bit more beneficial than i could on that but you know it's just isn't a good excuse to sell your game you know all this stuff is is changing up i guess you know if it's nerfs and stuff, you don't. You, you can pick, you know, the bits and pieces which you know are popular. I mean, you can do that. 
Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like there's something else can be done. Um, I'm I'm very conscious on time. Uh, I know that yeah. people have to have to kind of do bits and bobs, and obviously Zino's over and over on the other side of the world, and other people have to. We have to do things. This is life. Uh, two hours. To two hours is a good time, uh, and I want to try and keep it down so that Kyle's been here before, and it's like two hours forty-five minutes. He's probably like, Jesus, I'm going to die here. Uh, <laughs> you know, someday. Honestly, the more you have me back here, the higher the likelihood we'll just <laughs> be my resting place forever. It's, it's, well, that's dark. It's dark. <laughs> it's playing a necromancer. Chevro's a great guy. Yeah, Chevro's <laughs> with necromancers here. I appreciate that statement. Um, Okay, but otherwise, uh, I'm going to go for that. Is going to be the end of the podcast, uh, and it's been a fantastic one. Really, really excited to talk to you guys today. It's been absolutely, it's been enlightening again for me uh, to hear again more people's awesome views on different things that I don't specifically think about, and I'm sure you guys uh, got some new views on different things as well. I'm going to go around you and just say uh, if you could just tell us where we can find you um, and uh, all the things, Kyle. Uh, oh. Where are you? Where where can we uh, see you? Sell you sell yourself in some some words. Twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios is my primary content. Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at four p.m. Eastern time. The streams start up. Then the website KyleDempsterStudios.com. Go to KyleDempsterStudios.com forward slash podcast because this is a, a pimping out of one that that Stark Zynode and I were talking on Wednesday. We've released yep. a podcast episode today, so if you guys want, you can actually grab more of the the three of us talking, and then we got to get Jebro on there. So Jebro chat, <laughs> keep harassing him. We'll uh, we'll get him on uh, to, to discuss things. And Zynode's gonna be back next week to continue talking patch notes. So hopefully you guys Again, nice. are not sick of patch notes because they're important. And yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU and I think that'll do it for my shout outs here okay good stuff go and watch him go and check him out on all the things you know all of these guys are, are great guests and this is why we get them on so hopefully you guys can check them out whether or not you're on Spotify and everything else though all their information will be in the comments uh, in the description below as well so make sure you do that Zynote where can we find you? I well, know there's a lot stuck. of places. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitch, obviously, forward slash Zynode, which is 10 p.m. UK time every day, unless I say otherwise on Twitter, which, by the way, is forward slash Zynode as well. Um, Patreon.com, forward slash Zynode there. YouTube is forward slash Zynode Gaming. And the website is www.zynodegaming.com. I think that's it. There's a Facebook page as well, but that's... Nope, that's Zynode Gaming. That's it. <laughs> There'll be some more. Okay. Well, you can probably go- if if you have any worries. I I I did it just earlier before, and I was like, if you Google Zynode, you will literally like Zynode ESO. All his stuff comes up. Yep. Just get all there. Um. Okay. Awesome. And Starcrown. So is is you don't Twitch, right? I don't. But if, where, where can we find you? Well, where's the best place if we want to read some of your, taking some of your thoughts and analytic criticisms? And, uh, well, criticisms. there's, a, there's a, a pretty decent chance if there's a, I probably won't show up there, but there's certainly plenty of them that I do show up on. Uh, so that's a stark realm. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Michael J. Schwartz, and that'll also have a link to How to Fight Right, which is where I do writing mm. advice on a fairly regular basis. It should be three times a week, but we've been missing the schedule a little bit. Events outside our control lately. So that's either me or my significant other. And that's, I think I can type that in chat. That's How to Fight Right, uh, W-R-I-T-E. So as in writing, not as in correcting. Yes. 
I will link that as well right now. And that will go inside the description. Is that right? How to fight right with the... Yep, that's the one. Right. That's the one, yes. It's very good. You should definitely go and check it out. Um, I've had a little bit of a read myself, I will admit. Yes, to do some research. Because is, is it like with Carl and, and Zynode, I can go and watch their stuff. With you, I was like, okay, how do I, how do I do this? I, and then we just talked for a bit as well. So that was, that was very useful. And obviously yeah. hanging out in streams in the community. So you see Stark Realm, you know, he's on the forums. He's in Twitch, you know. He's in the back. He's just watching, making sure that everything is going okay. The, the, the Guardian uh, is, which is the name I'm going to use for you now. Um, <laughs> mother, it's better than Mother Teresa, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Sounds better than weird guy, so that works. <laughs> I never said that. Um, <laughs> just um, okay. But otherwise, I'm going to sell myself very, very quickly as well. Um, this show is produced uh, every two weeks on Twitch.tv slash Jebro Unity. Um, you can find me also on YouTube, uh, Jebro Unity, as well as Twitter uh, at Jebro Unity as well. So if you want to come and check out those things, obviously. You are very welcome to. Um, I would really encourage you to follow every single one of these people right now because they are they produce very excellent content. Uh, no matter mm-hmm. whether or not it's on Twitch, YouTube, um, even even you know Twitter Insights, talking about you know different news that's going on outside of Elder Scrolls Online, which is very important to us uh, in terms of our own personal lives as well. Um, is very good, and uh, they're good people as well specifically which is the most important thing but otherwise um thank you very much for watching this episode of the new companions talking about the necro on the 14th of july 2019 we'll be back actually next week uh, i do believe because of my schedule so prepare for another episode to be coming up quite shortly uh if you enjoyed this um you can also support on anchor uh, as well but otherwise that is pretty much going to be it uh and we will wave you Goodbye. So to see the wave, you have to go onto YouTube and look at the mod. Um, (laughs) Stark Realm's going to wave. You just have to believe him. I'll wave and chat. It works. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Thank you very much. And we will see you next time.